1: Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
0: Today's Tuesday, September 20th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. A pilot and a passenger are dead after a small plane crash in Cumberland County, New Jersey on Monday. The crash was reported at 2.15 on Parvin Mill Road in Upper Deerfield Township. The airport is on the same road, officials say. The yellow single-engine plane could be seen heavily damaged in the resident's front yard. A white sheet was covering the front of the plane. Investigators removed the plane and will now try to figure out what went wrong. The names of the people who were killed have not been released. The NTSB and FAA, along with state police, are investigating the plane crash. A magnitude 7.6 earthquake shook Mexico's Central Pacific Coast on Monday, killing at least one person and setting off a seismic alarm in the rattled capital on the anniversary of two earlier devastating quakes.
3: It's a pretty heavy quake.
2: Yeah, and this is really bizarre that it happened on the exact same day that two other quakes did. Uh, there were at least some early reports of damage to buildings from the quake, which hit at 105, according to the U.S. Geologic Survey. It said that the quake was centered 23 miles southeast of Aquila. Uh, The uh, town hospital, they said, may have been seriously damaged. Mexico's National Civil Defense Agency said that based on historic data of tsunamis in Mexico, variations uh, of as much as 32 inches were possible in coastal waters, water levels near the epicenter. The U.S. Tsunami Warning Center said that hazardous tsunami waves were possible for coasts within 186 miles of the epicenter. Mexico City Mayor tweeted that there were no reports of damage in the capital. Alarms for the new quake came less than an hour after a quake alarm sounded nationwide to mark the deadly quakes that struck on the same date in 1985 and 2017. Power was out in parts of the city including spotlights snarling the capital's already notorious traffic. A six month old kangaroo is finally safe after the exotic animal was almost sold online in Pennsylvania, for thousands of dollars, <laughs> officials rescued the animal after receiving a tip about a kangaroo listing on Facebook. Uh, the six-month-old joey was seized from a man in Littletown who allegedly mm. lied to officials about having the animal before they executed a search warrant. Mm. The illegal animal was being sold for five thousand dollars. Do you
3: think this was um, a result of that story that circulated about the guy being kicked to death by the kangaroo? You remember that <laughs> person? Yeah, 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 that was messed up. Maybe we need to get rid of this. Yep.
2: Uh, it was found wrapped in a blanket <clears throat> and stashed in. Inside a closet of an ad of the Adams Ca- Adams County home, according to a post by the Pennsylvania Game Commission, just
0: wrap wrap it in a blanket. <laughs> in yes, home. they'll never find it, <laughs> honey. Just quickly wrap the kangaroo in
3: a blanket. <laughs> They said the Do we have a good kangaroo blanket? Yeah.
2: They said the kangaroo was in good shape and didn't require medical care. Uh, the Joey was taken to a properly licensed facility where he'll be cared for, the commission's Facebook post says. Uh, the suspect has not been publicly identified and no arrests have been made in the case. In Pennsylvania, it is illegal to possess, import, or sell exotic wildlife species without proper permits, the commission's Facebook post says. Although authorities say charges are currently being considered, none of them would be more serious than a traffic ticket. In sports this morning.
0: Oh. <laughs> All sacks are <young.
2: laughs> The Eagles beat the Minnesota Vikings twenty-four to seven last night in Monday Night Football. Kalen Hurts had 301 total yards in the first half and finished with three touchdowns. On the opening, on the opening drive, Hurts hit five receivers on five for five passing and finished with and finished the drive himself with a three-yard scoring run. And on the first play of the second quarter, Hurts connected with Quez Watkins for a 53-yard touchdown and a 14-0 lead. Up next for the Birds is a game in Washington against Carson Wentz and the Commanders on Sunday. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock. The Phillies, who were off last night, have lost four straight. And with with only 16 games remaining in the regular season are a half a game behind the San Diego Padres in the wild card race. They open up a quick two-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays tonight. Kyle Gibson will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 6.45. And in hockey news, center Sean Couturier will miss significant time at the start of the season after suffering a herniated disc in his back during strength and conditioning drills last week. Couturier missed most of last season with a back injury that eventually required surgery in February. He was supposed to return this season and be the center of the Flyers' top line but then suffered the injury during off-ice workouts with the Flyers' new strength and conditioning team. The belief is that he'll miss at least 12 weeks, but Uh-oh. the injury could extend well into the second half of the season, if not the entire season. And that's what I have for you this morning. All
0: right, thanks, Kath. We appreciate it today,
2: Tuesday,
0: Preston and Steve Show. Second day of Casey's Big Adventure as the fellas are on the road. They rolled into St. Louis, Missouri last night around 10 o'clock our time. And uh, they uh, they they got a much needed rest hopefully and but they're going to be up early
3: this morning because uh, we're we're sending them out on the road. Oh yes, this yeah. is a very important show this morning. This yeah. is sort of a walk down memory lane for you. Uh, they're going to investigate that whole area. And now apparently, person I'm looking at the map here. Where the hotel was is right near the mall. you Used to hang out. Uh, it's and it's also right where my daughter was conceived. Ah, oh. oh. yeah, what? like right
0: next. What to you there.
2: went back there?
0: <laughs> it was my. Uh, Tell us. T- 20th High School Reunion, ah. and there was a uh, a power outage, and we were in our hotel, mm-hmm. and we had nothing else to do, <laughs> and so we were actively trying to have a child, and, and there was a window where we were apart uh, before and after, so we know for sure. That's when it was. That's when it was. It has to be. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, there was a cool. storm that came through, and the lights went out. And we uh, we did the deed, and uh, th- that's uh, where Caroline came from. So, oh, yeah. yeah, baby, it was my regular Saturday <laughs> night. It might have been a Saturday. It might have been a Saturday <laughs> it night. Was. Well, yeah, this is my reunion. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Casey's staying in uh, Chesterfield. That's the town that I grew up in. And uh, they are going to get up early this morning. And this was Casey's idea. He wanted to kind of do a tour, yes, of where I came from. And so we have a little mission to send him out on a, a, a few different stops that he has to make and some things he has to achieve through the course of the morning.
3: Thank you for saying that, because this was was very important to Casey to go see some of the places you've talked about. His idea. So uh, my
0: best friend Steve Lisek is going to meet up with (laughs) him this morning (laughs) and be the tour guide and take him from place to place.
3: And we're going to get to see it,
0: too, because they're going to be zooming back to us. Yep, exactly. So we'll get the the rundown of what's going to happen, but that'll be about an hour from now, their first stop uh, is going to be taking place and keep in mind it's an hour earlier there as yes. well
3: so and they're up uh, nice and early. Is it correct to say that a huge cloud of guilt will be lifted from your shoulders this morning? I, th-
0: well, It's something I've been thinking yeah. about for a long time to be All honest right. yes and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make good on something <laughs> uh, literally 40 years later. 40 years <laughs> it's later. crazy so uh, we'll get to that in the seven o'clock hour this morning. We also have speaking of Sean Couturier. Uh we're going to have Flyers Forward Kevin Hayes on the program this morning, so their season opener is coming up on the 13th of October and uh, so they're getting set for that and we'll just see where his head is at and how yeah. things are going uh, we are also going to have joining us uh, comedian Doogie Horner he's stopping in. he's going to be uh, recording his next comedy album called Dad Max at Helium on the 28th so he is going to be stopping by today and we have uh, a meet and eat today with Insomnia Cookies. Oh, man. And Kathy's on a diet. <laughs>
2: That's what Network. I said last night. Yes, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. brain oh, is cool. started
0: oh. a diet. Uh, apparently, it's a pajama party of some of some sort. That's what it says on my little link be a bathed in
3: burning oil fire. I wouldn't mind. We'll find out
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter later what kind of party is. When <laughs> they, they bring come cookies. by, they're going to drop off cookies, and we'll have some to share with you as well, because we have to have enough for the entire class and yes. we're going to have cookies, so we'll do that. Uh, and today, being a Tuesday, we have a chance for you to win a Preston and Steve Show themed tattoo. And it's easy. You just text the word tattoo to 39333, and then you're done. That's all the work you have to do. And you just might win. That's all there is to it. So, we're going to give away a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. You don't want to check out their artwork. You just go to floatingworldtattoos.com or search for them on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. No problem. You'll be able to find some good stuff there. Uh, A reminder that Casey's Big Adventure is sponsored by friends at Subaru and Marriott. And the whole thing is run on Dunkin'. Oh, yeah. So they'll get up. They'll get their Dunkin' coffee. They'll get ready to go this morning, Casey and Jackie and Kyle. And if you're not following on social media, just go to PrestonAndSteve.com and you'll find all the links to all the stuff. There's a little travel log and everything. They've been uh, posting videos and and pictures and you can tell... (laughs) It's it's only
3: one day in, but they're having a good time so far. They're having a damn good time.
0: And they took a big, big uh, chunk out of the trip yesterday. That was a long drive. When Casey texted us last night to say, I got here, I'm like, man, I was already cuddled up in bed and ready to pass out.
2: Hey, and that Subaru, too, is, like, really roomy. I'm glad that um, they got the bigger car, because at least it's comfortable for them to it. Yeah,
4: initially, Casey was just like, "I'm, I'm fine with the Outback, which is what we had planned for earlier this year. And I was like, you know what, maybe ch- the-, the Ascent might be better for you guys, because yeah. uh, Matt Ritter offered that up from Subaru, and uh, I'm glad, Kathy, too, that they took it, because they're going to need the room. Well, Jackie's tall, and Kyle's tall. For sure, oh, yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, did you guys see the video of uh, Kyle was driving, uh, and <laughs> when they went into yeah. Illinois, and he started singing? It was great. That was awesome. I love that guy's
4: voice. Oh. He's,
0: he's a great singer. So we may we may utilize that <laughs> we over need the to. next couple of days for a contest or something along those lines, because uh, they they brought a karaoke machine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> (laughs) with them in the car and they have disco lights and the whole deal so we've got to we got to use that
3: casey is definitely the ringleader saying hey we should do this and then getting them outside of the vehicle to do stuff it's very funny Yep. all right so with that let's take a break because we got business as usual super
0: question and the entertainment report is up when we come back so make sure you stay put we'll be back in a
5: moment love mmr buy some gear Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's, it's not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to ask a stupid question this morning. We are going to give
0: away a $50 Metro Diner gift card, and the question has to do with the subject of biology. What is known as the powerhouse of the cell? Mm-hmm. Let's see if you know this two one five two six three WMMR. What do you remember from high school in biology? Not a lot. What is known as the powerhouse <laughs> of the cell? All right, two one five two six three WMMR. Today is Thursday, September twentieth. I'll mention some birthdays as we wait your call. Uh, Kristen Johnson, the actress from Third Rock from the
3: Sun, yeah, and she was also on Mom for a while. That's right. Yep, she is uh, fifty-five years old, very tall, tall. Yeah, had a little bit of a, I think it was a booze issue, which she is apparently uh, beaten, and she's doing much better.
0: Cool. And uh, was she in, uh, she in She Hulk? As I say, there, Nick.
4: She Marvel Wastelanders Doom. I think that might be a podcast series. It's not, yeah, she's not in the uh, Marvel, the uh, Disney Plus show. All right.
6: Austin Powers, though, right? Yes, that's
4: right. Yeah, the
0: second one, second or third one, I don't remember. Uh, So she's 55. Uh, Sophia Loren, the great. Uh, Legendary. Yep, Italian actress, uh, bombshell back in the day. She's 88 years old today. Still looking wonderful. She looks fantastic. She was just one of those natural beauties.
3: Yeah. No question. Got it, man. And uh, she's seen it all. She Um, was the desire of many actors.
0: It's also Gary Cole's birthday today. You may remember from uh, Office Space and, of course, Mr. Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. He was just
3: perfect. That's sensational. Perfect. Uh, he was also in uh, the uh, God, the uh, Ricky Bobby movie, The uh oh, mega yeah. Nights. He yep. was his father. And uh, if you want something a little more
0: straight ahead, a little more serious, he was uh, in the line of fire with, uh, yeah. uh, with uh, Clint Eastwood. Uh, he turns 66 today. Uh, ben Shepard plays bass for the band Soundgarden.
4: Oh. Uh, and, yeah, we've met him on a few occasions. Yeah, I was, um, I follow Matt Cameron on uh, Instagram, and uh, Matt Cameron posted a video of a local band, a local cover band for Soundgarden that they're playing at 118 North in um, Wayne on Friday night. And I'm going to pull up the information, but it was pretty neat to see Matt Cameron, former drummer of Soundgarden, and, um... Uh, giving a shout out to a local Philly band. Okay, that's going to play in at 118 Friday night. I'm going to pull up the name of it right now. They are called Super Unknown. Okay, very cool. And uh, Ben Shepherd
0: turns 54 years old today. Uh, You also have uh, actress and model Moon Bloodgood. Yes. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful woman. A Uh, lovely lady. She was in Falling
3: Skies. Uh, And Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation. And uh, Steve got to interview her on the Falling Skies junket. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay. She was also an L.A. Laker girl. Did Steve like her?
0: Steve enjoyed her very much. Okay. Uh, She was also in Burn Notice at show. Uh, She is a... Burn! 47. Nick, pull back uh, up the birthdays, today because I saw one I think they missed. Yeah uh John uh Barenthal has his Barenthal oh, yeah. today love John Berenthal. he's great man he is uh forty six and I was just watching and and it's such against the type that he's played um in King George yes uh he he's you I did, I'm like is that him no that's... sure enough not King George wait yeah, um, King Richard. Richard. King Richard. Yeah. I'm sorry, King yeah. Richard with
3: uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, and he
0: plays the the tennis pro that ends up taking uh, Serena and Venus to the you know where they needed the level they needed to be.
3: Yeah, it's an atypical role. He's also plays an atypical role in Ford versus Ferrari. He's great in that. Yeah, yeah he's um, he's Lee
4: Iacocca yes, yeah. in that. Yeah. There's a show on uh, FX that I love. It's called The Bear. It's about the servers, <laughs> and he plays the older brother uh, in on that show.
2: That's the show that I watched the last episode.
4: Yes, Kathy thought she was beginning the series. Wait, no way. I the watched, and the
2: watched the last, last episode and I was like, this is good. I was like, I guess like how they're all connected is gonna come out in the next episode. And you know when you're watching on I think it's on Netflix, or yeah, like, yeah. when you get to the end and it says like next episode in, you know, right. five seconds. Yeah. This said next series is, and I was like, Oh, oh no! My God, I know Dude. what happens at the end of this. There's damn a huge show. reveal. Cute, in the yeah, I know what happened. <laughs> in the final episode. Oh my and I God. don't know why it happened, but I know it happened. Oh, my God. Are you going to go back and watch it? I think I have to. I'm just so disappointed in myself that, like, <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I know don't, what happened. I think I would be somewhat conflicted on that. Uh, I, I don't I, know I,
3: if I could go back and watch I, it. I, 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 I would feel, I'd feel like uh, every second I watch would remind me what a jackass is. Right?
4: Because <laughs> I've done that.
6: I
3: I've know. done that,
4: yeah. It's well. a great show, though, Kath. I, you know,
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Now you know how
4: it ends. I, I recommend you go back and watch it it's really well done.
0: Uh well, he is uh, 46 years old today and then the last birthday is uh, George R R Martin who you know from the world of uh, Game of Thrones. He's the author that brought us that entire a uh, Song of Ice and Fire, which is the whole the series. Dude, Game of Thrones is just one of the books.
3: And uh, he gives his uh, his complete blessing to
0: House of Dragons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he turns uh, seventy four years old today. But that guy's mind and this world he's created is just extensive. The p- people that can do
5: that
3: just amaze me. Yeah, like yeah. Harry, uh, like a uh, uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah.
6: There's a show called Younger. I think I've recommended it to you, Kathy. And it's about uh, like authors in New York City. And like Should you watch the last episode first? <laughs> last or? Episode,
3: it probably
6: doesn't give a good reveal at the end um, But there's a character that's loosely based on him And it's. Oh, uh, okay. I wonder how true it is Because it's not flattering
0: Alright, he's 74 yeah. years old today Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning What is known as the powerhouse of the cell In biology And we'll go to Amy To see if we can get the answer Hi there, Amy Hi, how are
7: you?
0: Wonderful, how are you? Excellent. What is the powerhouse of the cell, please?
7: The mitochondria. Yes. Yeah! The
0: mitochondria. Correct. Hang on, Amy. Get your information, and we are going to give you a fifty dollars Metro Diner gift card. You can celebrate Metro Diner's thirtieth anniversary with the return of the of past menu favorites, including their chicken parmesan John pasta, and sandwich, both topped with warm marinara and melted provolone cheese. And you can stay up to date on all anniversary news at metrodiner.com. So we have a lot to get to. Let's start with this. Uh, Meghan Markle got visibly emotional at Queen Elizabeth's funeral on Monday. (laughs) And uh, was photographed wiping away tears as she stood next to her husband, Prince Harry. The photos were taken as the late queen's coffin was transported into a hearse at Wellington Arch.
3: It was. You were talking about how, uh, you know, if you happen to be watching, um, at at points you get emotional seeing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's. uh, It's certainly, obviously, it's solemn. We haven't seen something like this, you know, in in our lifetime. Yeah. And um, yeah, it it, it got me for a a couple of times. Yeah, when I was
0: watching the uh, uh, the military all come together and then and uh, move her. Her uh, casket down yes. the road. I'm like, okay, that's that's emotional. You know, that's uh, that's uh, the stunning tribute. Uh, as a tribute, the suit's actress also wore the diamond and pearl earrings that Queen Elizabeth had gifted her. Later in the day, Harry and Meghan returned to St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle, where Queen Elizabeth's coffin was lowered into the royal vault. Um, so they were they got married in that chapel in 2018. And
3: in memoriam of that and an observance, there will be a suits marathon. Oh, oh. very good. <laughs> very good. I'm I heard that
6: show's
3: good, too. <laughs> you just watched the first episode of Workback. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, Tiffany Haddish has reportedly reached a settlement with her two siblings uh, or with the two siblings that accused her of abuse. As uh, previously reported, the two siblings claimed that they were starring in uh, two separate comedy skits with Haddish and Ari Spears uh, when they were minors uh, that were inappropriate. And in one video, Spears portrayed a pedophile that lusts after a seven-year-old boy. Both Haddish and Spears uh, called the case a shakedown. Uh, But according to Radar Online, Haddish... And our accusers worked out a deal privately, adding that they have also blocked the public from seeing the original complaint. It was said to have been Haddish's decision uh, to take this to federal court where documents were sealed due to several photographs of a minor John. uh, That was was his name, uh, of the minor Uh, in an undressed state. Uh, Details regarding the amount of the settlement has not been revealed yet, but apparently they they have wrapped that up. So
3: they're looking to make it go away, but he still has to, right? He has uh... Yeah, I don't know the story on uh, Aries
0: and that whole thing. (laughs) Uh, Simon Cowell, Randy Jackson, and Paula Abdul all came together to honor Kelly Clarkson during her Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony on Monday. Uh, The original American Idol judges posed for photos with Clarkson as she held her star. Speaking of the ceremony, Cal said, we were just talking about the moment when you sang Respect, and we all looked at each other, and it was like, oh, my God, thank you. And then I went up to you afterwards because, obviously, I was thinking, I think you're going to win the show. And he said, and I said, I just want to say that was amazing, Kelly, and I'm here, and you turned around to me and said, Simon, without being rude, I would rather we not talk until the end of the series. And I was like, wow, what does that mean? Well, it means stay away from me. I know what I'm doing. But Clarkson shared that she... Didn't want it to seem like she was getting special treatment from the judges, and that's why she had told him not okay. to talk to
3: Understandable. her. Understandable. She yeah. is a powerhouse singer, obviously. And so we talked about this: her, Carrie Underwood. Uh, Who else? Uh,
6: Jennifer Hudson. Jen-
3: you're right. You're right.
6: Ruben Studdard. No, did we count not, him? Not, yeah, but not, not really. Not really. Okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, he won, but he didn't
0: go on to have the type of fame that not at all. Those three have. They they've kind of dominated. Wait, but I thought
2: Jennifer Hudson didn't win. She, she did didn't. not win. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right, we're
0: right, just right. saying the biggest actual success to stories, out, yeah. Yeah, stars yeah.
2: Yeah,
6: yeah.
0: to come out of that show. Did you say Carrie Underwood, Steve? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: Now, yep. oh, Clay Aiken won or was second place right.
0: behind to Ruben stuttered. Stutter, yeah. yes, Uh Cowell went on to say that American Idol owes its success in part to Clarkson. He said, I remember that uh, that moment when your name was called, and I was honestly thinking to myself, thanks to you, we've we may have another season, and I can honestly say to you, uh thanks to you, I'm here today.
3: So. No love for Justin Guarini. No, I it was part not. of that first season, no, nope disgusting
0: uh courtney cox brought a 1980s tampax commercial back to life on instagram sunday parodying the commercial she focused on menopause instead of menstruation uh in an outfit mocking the one that she wore in the original commercial leg warmers and all cox says did your life completely change because of menopause still getting hot flashes let me tell it to you straight and then she goes on to say, do we have audio of it? We or, should, yeah. Yeah, so this is, uh, some of that's out here.
8: Does your life change once a month because of your period? Did
0: so they're flashing back and forth between the original commercial <laughs> and then her parodying
9: it.
8: your life completely changed because of menopause? Still using pads? Still getting hot flashes?
9: Let, Let me, me tell, tell it to it you, sir. So.
8: Tampax can change the way you feel about your period. Menopause can change the way you feel about getting older. Tampax tampons protect internally, so you feel cleaner. Menopause will eat you alive. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else can do that. Feeling cleaner is more comfortable. Plus, more women use Tampax than any other tampon or pad. Plus, you get the added bonus of drier skin and getting ball patches. <laughs> now, that's, that's something. Remember, there's a feeling with Tampax. Remember, there is nothing good about menopause. It, it can, can actually change the way you feel about your period.
0: period. <laughs> uh, many in Hollywood <laughs> shared their appreciation for the video, including Jonathan Van Ness, Julianne Moore, Drew Barrymore, and Judd Apatow commented, untoppable. So, I don't remember that uh, commercial. Neither do uh, I. Today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone appears to be looking back on his relationship with Jennifer Flavin. On mon- Thanks! On Monday, uh, the Rocky star shared a photo of himself holding hands with Flavin. And another photo of the former couple with their three daughters. Good Flavin. And he wrote, wonderful. Wonderful. That's all that he wrote. That's all I can know. <laughs> That's the one word I know. Yeah, you just know wonderful.
3: Yeah, and wonderful.
0: How about Fabulous? Faboo. Faboo. Okay. Uh, so, uh... I love you, According to TMZ, uh, Flavin filed for divorce from St- uh, Stallone last month, uh, noting that their marriage was irretrievably broken. But I guess maybe he still has a little bit of soft spot. I don't know what's going on.
3: So. I think he'd go through stages, and maybe he's just... Because it has gotten a bit acrimonious, maybe he's trying to mitigate that a little bit. Yep. Uh, let's see. TMZ reports that Ben Margera
0: has been court-ordered to return to rehab in Florida. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Source told the outlet that they're going to try an outpatient approach <sighs> and pray for different results uh, since Margera escaped inpatient treatment, in treatment multiple times. Maybe he doesn't like the confinement. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I and, don't know, and, though. And might be better for him. I don't know, ma'am. I was talking to Casey about this, and and um, this is one of those ones where you know even people who've been in programs are throwing up their hands. Like, I, it's it, this is a tough one. It's like wrangling cats, as they say.
4: Yeah. What is this statement over here on social media, Nick? It's something that they posted uh, on behalf of Bam on his account. uh, It was a few weeks ago, but it talks about his mental health and his addiction.
0: Yeah, it says, no secret that Bam has struggled with mental health and addiction. You've watched Bam grow up and supported him throughout his ups and downs. Our family has let you into the chaos. It is our home, and we want nothing more than to continue this journey together. Uh, so it's a lengthy statement yeah. to go. So. Yeah, no, it's got to be really tough. They're doing what they can yeah. try to uh, try to hang on to them. So we'll see. Uh, Twilight actress Ashley Green and her husband, Paul Corey, uh, welcome their first baby to the world on Friday.
3: I know you've been watching this Preston, closely. Yep. yep. And uh, so you got to be excited. I have a, we had a little countdown clock yeah. uh, at you're, the house. But you're, you're team Cullen, uh, right? Of course, yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Green captioned a photo of her newborn uh, baby's hands and wrote, And just like that, everything changed. In a single moment, you came into our world and everything else faded away. Nothing else mattered. Uh, the love we're engulfed in cannot be explained. She could have been um,
3: writing that about you.
0: Only felt in the deepest of ways. <laughs> We love you so much, baby girl. Welcome to our world, Kingsley, Rain, Corey. Hmm. Uh, And that was probably before they had sleepless nights and (laughs) diapers. Right.
9: (laughs) Shut up!
0: (laughs) With the crying and the teething. All right, so uh, music news was pretty full today, so I I took a couple of things and imported them over to the Entertainment Report. They're fairly interesting. Uh, Mariah Carey has plans to release an alternative rock album titled Someone's Ugly, uh, Someone's Ugly Daughter that she had apparently secretly recorded in 1995, and she was under the stage name Chick at the time.
3: Right. And so this has never seen the light of day. Nobody's heard this. So what happened, and they, they put an audio clip up, but it was an audio clip of the original singer. So this was a, a, a I guess, as the story goes, and it's a little weird... Mariah Carey was originally singing backup on what was released. However, there was a version of the album with Mariah Carey singing the lead uh, in these songs that are described as alternative. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's looking for as uh, any sort of copy or audio from that session. Uh, during an interview
0: on Rolling Stone's uh, Rolling Stone Now podcast, she said the quest for that version is going great. We actually have it. This was my outlet and nobody knew about it. Most people, I'd rather they don't even know about it until we decide exactly what happens from that quest of finding those vocals. Uh, she said, I think this under this unearthed version will become something that, yes, we should hear. But also, I'm working on a version of something where there'll be another artist working on this with me as well. Possibly something built around the album. I'm just full of surprises. So
3: I don't know what all that means. So this put me in mind of like a Chris Gaines thing, which you remember that uh, whole thing. Uh, and we'll, I see, do. we'll see if she releases it. Yeah. Uh, The album was recorded (laughs) while
0: Mariah was making her LP Daydream at the time. Uh, So I'm interested. I'm curious as to what that might, you know, an R&B singer like her, singing rock like that. We'll have to see. All right. So here's the other one. Gene Simmons didn't get into rock and roll for the companionship. Uh, The Kiss Rocker, 73, has had, of course, a successful career as a collaborative member of the band. But he opened up about his preferences for solitude in the October-November issue of Goldmine Magazine. Me, a sensory deprivation tank, and a chicken. He said, uh, even today, as I sit here, other than Paul Stanley, Uh and we only get together when we do stuff for the band, how do I say this without sounding inhuman? He said, I don't have friends. (laughs) He said, yeah, if friends means, gee, I don't know what I'm going to do this afternoon, hey, you want to come over and hang out? I'm more interested in what I want to do. You want to come over and play Catan? and I don't. <laughs> and I don't want to pretend that I'm interested in what you want to do because I am not.
3: Well, I got the <laughs> I got the matic fixed on the trouble. Game. <laughs> do you want to come over? Uh, I, yeah, I, I, <sighs> but that really comes as no news to me. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. I I agree, uh, but. But you would
0: think maybe, yeah, a buddy along the way. Besides Paul, he's had outside of the industry, maybe somebody. But How many no. close friends do you have? Not him. Uh, really close
3: friends, like three. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I I, I float in that I, uh, maybe um, four. But do you? You do actively socialize a lot. I, my, I, I socialize through my wife more often, you right, know? right? Right, Right, um, right. Yeah, um, you're more solitude. Than, yeah, uh, I, think, I feel like a gene. Yeah, in that's that regard. right. I
0: love my chickens. Yeah, so uh, despite Simmons' solo tendencies, uh, he and Stanley said uh, they've, they've been obviously a team for decades, uh, even if their initial meeting didn't go exactly smoothly. According to uh, Paul Stanley, who told Oprah in 2014, uh, I didn't like him. I thought he was full of himself, opinionated, brash, insulting. Gene's first comment to me was, Oh, I hear you're right. Well, play me something. And he was a bit.
3: Shut up, Oprah.
0: And he was a bit smug and arrogant and full of himself, and nothing has changed. Uh, Simmons has a decades long partnership with his actress and model, Shannon Tweed, wife. Now he married in 2011 after nearly 30 years of dating. God almighty. Uh, They have their son Nick and daughter Sophie. But yeah, Gene has, he says, no friends.
3: I'll never forget that footage. Did you ever see the footage, Kathy, of the facial surgery that he had?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they literally
3: lifted off his face like a mask. I
2: mean, that's like, that's what they do.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they pull it back from your skull, sort of. And move stuff around and then put it back it's on. It's kind of icky, right?
0: I yeah. saw
2: a woman leaving Bryn Mawr Hospital who had just had uh, some sort of facial, probably like a facelift, something like that. And I couldn't believe, like, the state that they let them leave in. Like, that she, like to me, I looked at her. I was like, dear God, where is she escaping? Where is she going? <laughs> yeah, are yeah. Back in a hospital bed. Yeah.
3: I don't know. That's got to be scary.
0: Gene had it done. Absolutely. And I'd do it again. Uh, actress Trina McGee has explained why she was not in the series finale of Boy Meets World. Uh, McGee, who played Angela Moore, Topanga's best friend in college, uh, for the last three seasons of the ABC sitcom, recently recalled her experience uh, with the end of the series in a conversation with a podcast called Pod Meets World. Uh, McGee There's said, a whole boy
3: meets world yep,
0: podcast. Believe it or not,
6: hosted by Daniel Fisher and official uh, and uh, one of the other guys.
0: Uh, McGee said, "I was told in kind of a weird, off way by uh, a very important person uh, that you guys all went to, uh, meaning Michael Jacobs, who was the showrunner, and you said we don't want her in the last episode. She's somehow taking our light. That was the gist of it." Uh, I was told that after I shot what was the show before the last episode, which was called Angela's Ashes, when I left, and when Michael announced that we were going to do another show on Angela, I was so happy, not realizing that this is going to be uh, the show before the last show. Uh, Will Freddie, who played Eric Matthews on the show, denied that the cast had asked to remove McGee from the finale. And McGee replied, I believe you. I can tell by your reactions. I have had that in my head for so long, and I've never watched that show. I've always felt like, oh, well, it hurt me for a long time.
3: Was that a, a thing for you, Marissa?
6: Oh, yeah. Boys World? Oh, yeah. yeah. She was Sean's girlfriend in college. She was a good actress. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's one of those shows I'll still watch. It's okay. in a rotation if it's if I see it on.
0: I remember glancing at it. I remember seeing Danielle Fishel and going, I like "Wow, that. she's really pretty." Yeah, how uh, old I she? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do the check quickly. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, and I just, no, it was, it was. A
3: little
9: yeah. Long. Yeah. I was, yeah.
6: And I it was. grown up too much. It was Philadelphia. I, I was by... too old for
3: mash.
0: When it, it was, was in, in
6: Philly? Go... Yeah. I didn't know that. It was in Abington. What? And uh, they would go to Chubby's. You know, Chubby's is across from Del Sandro's. Yes. Oh. That's my, yeah. where I get my
3: chicken
0: cheesecakes. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Interesting. What? Yeah. That he opens wore... them. Did we just become <laughs> best friends? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> Uh, no, I had no idea. Yeah,
6: he wore, uh, Ben Savage wore, like, Phillies hats <laughs> a lot. Did we just become best friends? Yep.
3: Wow. Okay. That mm-hmm. puts a whole new, and they there are many local references?
6: Yeah, he'd wear jerseys and his, you know, he had oh. 93 Phillies on his wall.
3: Oh, my God. Now we have to go back and watch the whole thing. The
0: entire thing, but watch the last episode first. Yeah, yeah, should do that, right, Kath?
6: (laughs) I mean, at
2: this point, you might as well with that show.
0: (laughs) Uh, Following the reports that Woody Allen is retiring, the Annie Hall director released a statement announcing otherwise. We reported on this yesterday, but apparently the statement says... Woody Allen never said he was retiring, Not, uh, nor did he say that he was writing another novel. He is said, he
3: going to still fight Conor McGregor?
0: Maybe he is. Yes. He said that uh, he was thinking about not making films as making films that go straight or very quickly to streaming platforms is mean? not so enjoyable for him. As he is a great lover of the cinema experience, I think he'd be the perfect
3: person to reboot
0: Boy Meets World. Uh, they said currently he has no intention of retiring and is very excited to be in Paris shooting his new movie, which will be on the fiftieth.
3: Here's a guy who would wow. never leave New York. In fact, Andy Hole's all about him never wanting to leave New York, and he's in Europe now constantly.
0: Yeah. By the way, I said which will be on the fiftieth. There is no fiftieth. He will be. It will be his fiftieth. <laughs> Uh, I'll, uh, well, let's, re- let's, <laughs> let's meet, meet on the fiftieth. The
4: fiftieth of May is lovely. <laughs> if someone makes that those arrangements with
3: you, they don't like you. See yeah, you there on the fiftieth. Yeah. What are you doing on the fiftieth? It's a Saturday. Oh, we should be bias, clear, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. You know, you have military time. True. What, what if we do the days? What, right? Just three hundred sixty-five yeah. of them. Right. One month. I'll yeah. meet you on yeah. the, the two hundred twenty-second.
4: Yeah. March 15th. All right. Uh, Steve,
0: this is exclusively for you. Uh, Christmas has come early for Hallmark Media. Mm -hmm. Allison Sweeney has agreed to a multi-picture overall
3: deal with the channel. Okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Yes. Allison Sweeney is... one of my less, last... Oh, really? Uh,
0: Least favorite ones? Yeah. She, I mean, she's okay. I think she's really cute. She is cute, but I she's... mean, they're all really cute. Right. They're either really hot or really... Or they're, or
3: they're cute hot. You know I'm what I mean? Danica McKellar, Candace Cameron Bure, Lacey Chabert. Yep. That's my jam. I kind of like Allison's candy. She's not bad. And, but, and listen standing in front of a Christmas tree under the mistletoe? Yeah, I'm on board. I also like
0: Alicia Witt. Alicia Witt! On there, and uh, who's the other one that I saw not long ago? There's some that I'm like, okay, I don't know who this person is. There's some and that they are, look really familiar
3: to me, and then I look them up, and I'm like, no, I don't know who that is, but they're really cute. There are some that are exclusively Hallmark Famous. A lot of these have come in, you know, prior with careers, as did Alison Sweeney. She was on the soap opera and uh, Biggest Loser. Yes, days
6: of our lives from like as a kid. Right, Right.
3: she started when she was like sixteen years old uh, on that show.
4: And Luke, uh, Luke McFarlane, right from last week with Billy. Yes, he was a Hallmark guy. Yes, absolutely. He he did
3: like nine, ten films. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um,
0: man, I'm trying to
3: think. Uh, I I was always happy to see him because the guy needs to look good. he was like impossibly good-looking. <laughs> oh my Jesus he was Christ! Right
0: here, and I'm like, dude, stop it! Stop it! Stop it, it,
3: with, stop that. it with that! <laughs> with the physique and the face, with the sitting, the miserable there. prick. Why is your damn
0: shirt and so tight? And you're
10: nice.
3: <laughs> Thank God you're
0: gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, uh, Sweeney remarked, "I am thrilled to continue to work with Hallmark as they continue to support my work as an actress and a producer." I'm very proud of our Christmas movie and excited for the future projects to come. Uh, as part of Sweeney's deal, she is starring in a magical Christmas village, oh. which she also executive produces with Luke McFarlane and guest star Marlo Thomas. There
3: she goes. So Luke is producing for Hallmark.
0: That's right. Yeah, I didn't even I, I didn't even pick up on that. Yep. So he's producing, and uh, I don't know if he is. In this, I just think he is producing it. So he's done
3: a, a number, a, a number of um, regular. I don't know if that's a proper term, but they Hallmark did start recently doing uh, gay uh, Christmas yes. stories. Yep, yes. yep.
0: Uh, so the movie premieres at uh, uh, this year during Hallmark Channel's annual countdown to Christmas programming event. It features Sweeney as Summer, an architect living in a small town where she's raising her young daughter Chloe. Of course. Uh, when her mother Vivian Mommy, can I go outside? When her mother Vivian finds herself in need of a place to live, her orderly life becomes a little less so after inviting Vivian to move in with them during this transition. Now, upon arrival, mm-hmm. Vivian sets up an heirloom miniature Christmas village resembling their town, oh. and tells Chloe. I love it. It grants Christmas wishes.
9: I love
0: it. (laughs) Because this is like the Dickens Village, and we have that. As Chloe begins setting up the figurines, real-life events seem to mimic the scenes that she creates, including Summer's Chance meeting with Ryan, who is actually played by Luke McFarlane. Nice. uh, Who's a newcomer to their community. Now... This could easily turn sinister if somebody goes in and starts playing with the characters. Or starts uh, melting
3: them.
5: Yes, like
0: chopping up their heads
3: and setting them on fire. Yep. the spontaneous combustion. Yep. There's the wreath factory. There's things to consider at the wreath factory. (laughs) There's an explosion.
0: Somebody gets their arm caught in the candy cane machine, (laughs) and and then they just cut their shoulder, pulling the
3: arm off. Yeah, voodoo meets
4: Christmas. Uh-huh. I'm digging it. Yep. <laughs> it sort of happened a little bit in Beetlejuice, right? Like, Because yeah. they kind of go down into the uh, in yeah. Beetlejuice's village, uh, the model, model village that they had in the attic. So similar. A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. But yeah. this
0: actually creates Christmas. And it kills people. If you- <laughs> Christmas wishes, it grants them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as you had said, uh, Sweeney had, uh, been on Days of Our Lives since she was, uh, well, she was on it for 21 years, and then she hosted, uh, 13 seasons of A Biggest Loser as well.
3: you know what they do? Also, they have this big Hallmark convention, and I'm, I've, I've professed and validated my love of Hallmark, but it's in Edison, New Jersey. It's northern New Jersey. Okay. And there's a whole battalion of people down here, a a, a bustling population that would embrace it.
2: Remember the board game? There was a Hallmark board
3: game. There was? (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. like it
2: was basically like Trivial Pursuit pursuit for the movies on Hallmark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, that's a good idea. Okay. (laughs) One last story. Um, Recently, Sony announced the uh, production of a new Karate Kid movie set to be released in 2024, and this immediately brought up the question about connections to the ongoing franchise spinoff series, Cobra Kai. However, a recent tweet from the co-creator of the series, uh, John Hurwitz, uh, has cleared things up. And he indicated that the new movie will not be connected to the television series, which I think is cool. Just keep it the series. We finished it last night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do I love that show? I just love that show. Uh, So he took to Twitter after Sony announced a new installment of the original Karate Kid franchise to explain that it will not be related to Cobra Kai. What did you think of the Jackie Chan movie with um, the remake? I didn't watch it. I watched parts of it, and I was like, Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't need to see it." I, you know, I've I've gone down that path a few times. I like the continuing story that they're doing on Cobra Kai as opposed to going back and redoing it again. Uh, but he said the guys and I would love to make uh, Karate Kid and Cobra Kai movies and hope to someday. But this one isn't from us or focused on the Cobra Kai cast. Uh, the tweet came as a response to a fan asking about uh, the new movie. Uh, and little information apart from the release date was provided with Sony's announcement of the new Karate Kid movie. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen. All right. Uh, is it mystery clips today? No, we have clips right here. All oh, right. It's let's
3: all set for mystery clips. Let's do this.
0: Andor is a darker tale in the Star Wars saga and is a prequel to the 2016 film Rogue One. In this clip, star Diego Luna talks about the benefits of a long form series. Here we go.
3: And, and the idea was to make sure that once you think you know what the series is about, once you think you know which characters you're going to be around, what's the tone going to be like, we change. Yeah!
0: Uh, Andor comes out uh, tomorrow
3: on Disney Plus.
0: Yeah, I wonder if I might actually be interested in this one because I liked
3: Rogue One so much. I think
4: much. Rogue One's the best movie they've made in the last 10 years. And yeah, uh, Nick, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, it's phenomenal. and In part because of his acting. Yes. And, uh then they have um, uh, Forrest Whitaker's in it as well. And so it mm-hmm. looks like a really interesting sort of in between Episode 3 and, episode, and Rogue One uh, to, you know, see how the rebellion begins. And yeah. do you notice...
3: <laughs> You can tell the ones they allocate more money for. Oh my god! And this one clearly got the lion's share of the cash yeah. because what I'm seeing effects wise totally
0: uh, is very cool. I've kind of bailed on the universe, but um, I might, I might, I might sample this one.
3: Rogue One was a revelation, and, yeah. and again, I, you know, uh, emotional, fantastic, and his character was terrific. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right, here's our next clip. The final season of New
3: Amsterdam is upon
0: us, and here star Ryan Eggold discusses saying goodbye to his cast and character. There's, It's a really good vibe this year because there's sort of, I don't know, just an appreciation of that and that it's not going to last forever, that in a few months we're going to be done. And and so everybody's kind of loving on each other an extra little bit, and
3: um, it's really fun.
11: I don't <laughs> give a f-
3: uh, New Hampshire yeah, season five <laughs> premieres tonight at ten, and that is on NBC. That um, show's been on. We had the we had him in. He's very nice, the star, a nice uh, nice guy who's uh, also on the blacklist. list. Watched uh, I mean, maybe like seven seconds of the series. It's been on all this time. Yeah, yeah, yep. So it's
0: got a fan base somewhere. So and somebody likes it. All right, and there you go. That's the entertainment report for today. All right, a lot to get to today. Uh, We need to find out if our weary travelers have arisen yet. It's an hour earlier in St. Louis where Casey and his big adventure uh, are currently, the whole gang. It's uh, 6.09 there, 7.09 here. Uh, But we have uh, a mission for him this morning. And this was Casey's idea. He wanted to kind of stroll around since they were going to be in St. Louis, uh, the area that I've talked about all these years that I've known him and uh, see where I grew up. and so. We've got a couple of little missions that he is going to uh, have to execute uh, before our program is up today. Uh, So we're going to send him around to a few different spots and see if he can uh, handle all this. Him and, uh, of course, Jackie Bam Bam and Kyle and my best friend Steve uh, Lisek, who I grew up with, is going to kind of be... Uh, shepherding
3: them around. So you were showing me, I have the, uh, the, the they have Apple tags in the car, so that's how I'm keeping track of them. Uh, they they did 827 miles yesterday, but... 827 miles? Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're, you're showing, uh, you were showing me, uh, uh, juxtaposed to the hotel they're at, yeah. where your house is, and where the uh, uh, Central Park, uh, is that the name of it? Uh, no, Parkway Central. Parkway Central, sorry. Yeah. No, from, from, Central New York, Park. My, close enough. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's all right in that... that General area. Yep. So yep. They, they can do this.
0: Yeah, they'll be able to do this. So we got a couple of stops for them to make. Uh, we'll have to wake them up in a, in a few minutes here because uh, their first mission is supposed to take place at 730 our time. So uh, let us take a break. We'll come back in a second. Don't forget Tattoos Tuesday. We also have You Who Loot, your chance to win $1,000 two times this morning. Brought to you by Horizon Services. We'll do it at 8 and 10 a.m. ourselves, and then it continues on the rest of the day. Uh, don't miss your opportunity. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
8: Who serves up the best burger in Philly? Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Brawl is back.
9: Round
8: one. bite. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to... Whoa, what's on that Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl
9: 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3
8: WMMR. Everything that rocks your taste buds.
0: All right, here we go. Let's get the boys
1: underway. Now, live from somewhere in America, let's check in on Casey's big adventure on The President Steve Show on MMR.
0: All right, the fellas took out a big chunk of the country last night. They rolled into St. Louis, Missouri around 10 o'clock our time after leaving here around 7.30 a.m., about 24 hours ago.
3: 827 miles they
5: traveled <sighs> yesterday. They put
0: it in, um, uh, and of course they logged the whole thing on social media, and we have all the avail- all that available on PresidentSteve.com. So today... We have them set to hand a, a, handle a few different missions in my old hometown. And this was Casey's idea. He wanted to do some things. I, I confessed something to you guys recently. Yes. That I wanted to kind of make good on. And Casey's like, that's perfect. We'll do that while we're there. All right. So we now go live to Parkway Central High School to check in with Casey and the fellas. Guys, good morning.
9: Good morning. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: All right, we can see you guys via Zoom, and I can tell you're already in the band wing, in the music wing of Parkway Central High School. Yeah,
7: all your all your fellow bandmates here here, press say hi, guys. Say hi. Here we go. Yeah, we're we're in your your, your old band room, although uh, the, the band instructor says it's probably not the same that that you might remember when you graduated. Yeah, or how many years ago? But he did say that uh that this thing right here yes i did was definitely there
0: casey as as we were looking at this i told uh-huh, to marissa uh-huh. i'm like look at that bass drum i'll bet you that's the same one that oh i God, used to i used to bang on because those things last forever that is the i'll bet that's the same head that was on that thing uh oh. f- 35 years ago or however <laughs> long ago i i graduated
7: Well, we can find out if you want to talk to the band instructor. He can let you know everything that you need to know uh, about that particular drum and and everything else that's going on in this room. All right. Yeah, let's meet him. Well, this is Doug Hoover. Press. He's the guy who took over after. (gasps) Mr. Becker,
0: you came in. (laughs) Mr. Hoover, you came in right after Chris Becker, right? I
12: did. I Uh, came the year after you, the fall after you graduated. Yes. i heard all about
7: you. Oh, (laughs) stop it. No, no, I swear to God. Preston you're like a legend here. I swear to god, I was talking to the principal's uh secretary, this Ann Wills is her name. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, they were going on and on about Preston. Like, Preston downplays how good of a drummer he is and it's because you listen to and you idolize like Neil Peart. Like, of course you like you know like how do you compare to Neil Peart? Press like apparently like You are. People (laughs) still talk about you in the the halls of this school. (laughs) (laughs)
3: He's He's nodding. The instructor's, I'm (laughs) sorry, what's the gentleman's name again? Mr. Hoover. Mr. Hoover. You're here to verify that, Mr. Hoover?
12: A hundred percent. When I got here, I know there are some, uh, one of the rock and roll radio station decals stuck on walls (laughs) around here that were probably stuck by Press
9: <laughs> Really?
12: And then he was a Rush, look at the Rush shirt on now. Yeah. You know, during, during COVID, he doesn't know what to do, so he, he puts YouTube videos of him playing Rush Tunes on YouTube. Yeah. Yes, I know uh, Linda Pressgrave was the orchestra director here. Man. And I worked with her, and she she talked, you are legendary. Oh, Becker, man. Uh,
0: Mrs. Pressgrave, Becker, pressgrave was, was great. I, a good, good friend of mine. Nick? Yeah. Uh, I, and Chris it, talked about you as well. No way. So here, let me give you. I have a memory of of Mister Hoover. Do you? Um, and and like he said, I think I went back um, after I had graduated, and I went to watch a performance, and you actually played. And I'll never forget this. It was a piece of music called uh, "The Nervous Percussionist," I think is what it was called, and you had to play like ten different percussion parts. Uh, you had sit. You had sat in as a musician. Do you remember that at all? That was your first year there. <laughs> There's a lot about my first year. I made, for-
9: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, yeah, Mrs. Presgrave, Linda, uh, she but she had uh, directed. I remember that. Okay, wow, that's crazy, man. I, And hey, kudos to you for still holding that position and being there. That's awesome. You know. They haven't figured out what I don't know yet.
3: <laughs> well, the fact that you've been that he's been a part of uh, the musical, I mean, Preston, you cherish listen, what you learned at that school. I I lived in that wing
0: of the school my senior year. Listen to what it, listen to my my classes. I took symphonic band, symphonic orchestra, jazz lab and music theory. 4 of my like 7 hours of the day were taken up by by music classes and I I just, I lived down there. And it was just, it's such a special part uh, of the building to me.
12: Who's this? Well, this is Mr. Chris Becker, who came out this morning to Shut say. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Mr. Becker.
9: Man. Holy hey, man.
11: Oh, I my god! I never got a chance to tell you how annoying it was to have you, <laughs> oh,
5: yes! oh. Did you? Oh. He hated you, man. Is he retired?
4: Did, did he move on?
0: I don't know, Mr. Becker. What get are you get
4: rid d- of the guy, man. <laughs> what How are you?
0: Uh, dude. I'm I'm doing great, Mr. Becker. I, uh, I I'm I'm filled
3: with emotion right now. Casey um, knew this was K- Casey. I believe Casey helped facilitate this, but uh, and we and I he mentioned it to me. This is awesome. I, I'm I'm
0: I'm blown away. I, I we we spent so much time together, and it was it was all very very special to me. And yes, I know I was a pain in the ass. I absolutely. <laughs>
11: You were I, totally. I know. <laughs> totally.
0: I know. And you know what? You know what? I've told the story of many times here, Mr. Becker. I actually wish that that Linda Presgrave was there because I told you guys this. We took a we took an, an orchestra trip uh, yes. to to Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, and we were getting a picture taken of the entire orchestra. And yeah. I did, and, and you're going to love this, Mr. Becker. I did this in the picture. <laughs> the tongue between the fingers. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, yeah. I sucked my fingers up and yeah. I sucked my tongue between it. And they took another picture. I did it twice. She was so pissed off at me. Sadly,
11: we took that picture down and burned it. We couldn't <laughs> use it. You <to> <laughs> know? Oh, my God. We could not let anybody see that.
0: I, I also have, you know what? Um, uh, a very important moment in history uh, took place uh, with you, Mr. Becker. You won't remember this, but it was the day that the... Um, uh, the space shuttle uh, exploded yeah yes. um and yes. you you broke that news to us you said, hey, guys, this happened and we're like hmm, no it didn't and you're like yes it did it happened today and yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that because you were the person that shared that information with me
11: it was yeah that was a pretty crazy day and yeah. it, it's only rivaled by 9 yeah. eleven same that same morning because I remember those days so vividly like yesterday yeah. so Preston I want to I want to bring you up today with a guy named Dave Gantt do you remember Dave Gantt? I know that name it, Tuba player. Okay. Tuba player. Yeah. So I went to I went to Dave Cannon's retirement party at the end of June. You yeah. Do you remember Dave Cannon? He played guitar. Yeah. He was a good I... guitarist. Vaguely? Yeah, I yeah. do Dude, remember Dude, yeah. I'm like, why are you retiring? You're not old enough to retire. What's going on here? And and so this guy's walking around this this little little pub we're in, and he's serving drinks, and he's giving out drink tickets. And then Cannon goes, Dave, that's Mr. Becker. And Gant stopped what he was doing. He uh, Gant owns the place now, oh. and he stopped what he was doing and go, Mister Becker, what are you doing here? You should be old like now. <laughs> That's where, like, no, man. no, stop. That's not going to happen. Oh. Well,
3: how how old were you when you were teaching Preston? You yeah.
11: you, you you're very you're very young. I was I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, was, it, it was one of those things where. They just, you're a gifted kid you go ahead and do this no it was it's 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 uh it's thankfully a, a you know a good set of jeans that's all it is so i've i've been retired now actually from parkway for the uh, last five years preston okay so it's uh, it's been a while but doug and i remain really good friends i kind of keep up with what's going on that's great And love being around the kids still all you right still, are you still so one playing? of the memories i was going to share with you yeah. do you remember our long talks on the bus rides about The early Letterman shows, you and I got into those Letterman shows in a big way.
0: Yeah. Do you recall that at all? Yeah. I remember that. I don't remember the specific discussions, but I absolutely remember talking about that with you. Yes.
11: Because we love that quirky humor that he had, you know, and the way he just kind of, he kind of dealt with everybody and razzed everybody. And it was so cool because, you know, you, you had, you know, you could remember those, those monologues and stuff that he had. Right. And it was so funny. Uh, to write it. It made those those trips kinda interesting, kind of well, fun. Well it was actually yeah, Letterman
3: good. that taught him to do the tongue between the fingers thing. So uh <laughs> <laughs> that's
11: that's who you there can you blame.
0: Um, yeah. We you know what we we had a number of really, really good musicians in that group, uh uh Mr. Becker, like uh Dave Perkell, went on to uh be a professional musician with the um, He was a
11: Navy musician. Navy musician
0: yep. in the Annapolis uh, uh um, um orchestra and uh Carol Tafoya, who was in uh, our orchestra class ended up going on to being in like uh, I forgot the name. It was like it's like the National Orchestra or something like that. You no, know, it
11: is National Symphony. She yeah. was a member of the National Symphony in DC. Yeah, See what the hell happened <laughs> to you? I've kept... <laughs> retired from the Navy. I've I heard you play years ago. Yeah, and oh, there uh, were some fabulous guys.
0: Yeah, uh, Mark Niemer, uh was an amazing drummer, incredible drummer. Yeah. Went on to be a session guy in uh, in Nashville. Right, right. And, and so I've I've kind of watched people from afar a little bit, but it was. I was so much good time, and and Mr. Becker was cool enough to us drummers. We were yeah. like the we were the I don't know what our story was, but we had our yeah. own private little practice room yeah. that we could go sneak off into while everybody else had to be stuck in the band room. Mr.
11: Hoover yeah. just said that still happens. <laughs> <aren't>, oh, really?
3: <laughs> yeah. It was um, well when you guys uh, talk about your your successes as teachers, um, I, I assume Preston's name does not come up, right? Because. <laughs> 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 um. Because he's well, go
12: ahead. Yeah, I don't know the number one radio show in Philadelphia. <laughs> that, that would come up. me. Yeah, There we That's go. Right. But, and yet, plus, he's a drummer. I talk about all the drummers from Parkway Central all the time. Well, they're between, all over the right, world. Well, the well, guys. What you yeah, need to know is some
11: that guys from South did better. He he does
3: his best on yeah, air all the time to promote uh, uh, drumming and musician, uh, taking uh, uh, classes and getting uh, involved in music. So he's a big proponent of what you guys taught him.
0: I keep my sticks right here next to me, by the Very way. Nice. So I can That's stand. really awesome. Preston, Preston, Preston is there some, thank you. something you want to um, make
11: good on, by
3: the way? Oh Yeah. Um, oh. But
11: before, yeah. before we do hey, that, Casey. Wait,
0: yep. there was something else I was going to mention. It, <laughs>
11: um, it, <sighs> it's time. Okay. All right, <laughs> it's time. I think uh, it's time. Know, I, I got to throw one more name out, Preston. <laughs> yeah. Mike Bounds. Does Mike Bounds mean anything to Absolutely, you? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so believe it or not, I saw him last night at a rehearsal, and Mike is expecting his first grandchild, and I go, what the hell, man? You can't be old enough to be having grandchildren.
3: <laughs> this is It's it's troubling to hear stuff like that. It's it, troubling. Is. <laughs> it is very troubling.
11: So he was talking about, an old friend of ours, uh, Mr. Berg. Do you remember Mr. Berg?
0: I absolutely remember Mr. Berg. He was at the junior high. That's where I got started in band. Yes, absolutely.
11: And a little quirky, kind of a quirky yep. guy. But yep. you know, he was he was really into it. Now, is there is there something we need to make good on? There is something Mr. we need Berg- to make
0: good on. So this was uh, uh, Mr. Becker. This would have been um, probably 1982. So forty years oh ago gosh. and i was in mr Only 40 years ago. i was in mr berg's class obviously for, you know beginning band and all that and for some reason or another uh he got this new set of claves and i thought they were really cool claves are uh so it's a latin instrument they're, yeah. they're essentially two pieces of wood or now they make them out of different uh you know polyurethanes right. and things like that and a uh, very recognizable instrument. You can hear them. They just make this clicking sound. Yeah. Um, and Casey's got there. Now you're not playing it correctly, Casey. <laughs> Mr. Becker can show you how to play
7: <laughs> it. You showed me how to play it.
0: You got to. You have to cup your hand. Uh, what do you, you think d-
7: I'm doing? I'm cupping.
0: Okay. All right. He's cupping. All right. So go ahead. play the... Yeah. There you go, Okay. Play him. Yeah. Can, yeah. All right. There you go. Wonderful. Amazing. Do you, do you want an actual
7: musician to play it? Yeah.
0: Oh, so, my God. So I I lifted those. I I stole them and oh. I, yes. I'm shattered. <laughs> <laughs> and I I have always felt not always, like maybe fifteen years later I started to feel guilty about <laughs> For and, fifteen years you were on the lamb and i 've still i 've still had them and you know what? I never used them one time to play with any musicians, and that is a travesty when a musical instrument sits in a box somewhere and never gets used by a mission uh, a musician, then there is something fundamentally wrong with that. And so uh, I, I told you guys like a few weeks ago, I'm like, you know what I'd like to do next time I take a trip back to St. Louis, which I don't come back very often, Mr. Becker, because I really don't have any family uh, that lives there any longer. My right, my, my right. wife's family lives in, in Crystal City, so I get back on rare occasions. But anyhow... Right. Um, I felt I, I, I would like to return them. I thought about mailing them or maybe bringing them back. And then when Casey was playing this trip, he's like, dude, I'll take those back for you. Absolutely. <laughs> and he's done that. So he has brought them with him, and they have come back home.
11: Yeah. 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 Preston. Yes, sir. You know, now Mike Downs, last night, he told me that he had spoken at, he was the student speaker at, at Mr. Berg's retirement. And he said, Mr. Berg, was so happy. He was. He, he was so happy about his career and the trajectory that his career had taken, except for one thing, <laughs> and that was <laughs> there were that he never could find. Never could <laughs> find, never find his clavies. Oh but I think Mike was good enough. He talked him through it, and it all went well. Oh, but that's wonderful. This is really going to. This is kind of closes the circle. We've gone, gone full circle now. Now, I have a question.
0: Is Mr. Berg still with us? Because he was already older when I was a kid, you know?
11: Doug and I were trying to figure that out. We don't know. We've lost okay. track of Mr. Berg. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, maybe he's, maybe he's gone been, off the grid because of the clave he's pressed. Maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey,
11: uh, Mr. Becker, do you still play your trumpet from time to time? I do. In fact, uh, Mr. Hoover and I get together quite often at his church. We have kind of an unusual gig. Uh, recently, what we've been doing is we've been playing memorial services. So uh, oh. this summer we had a couple of couple of folks at this at the church where Doug is uh, is real involved, and they passed away. So the families wanted a little band to play at the at the service, and then follow up with some music afterwards. And so we're thinking we got a good a good thing going here. We may start checking the obituaries in Santa if <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: yeah, absolutely. Come up with a, come up with <laughs> gigs. up well, gigs. Just give I a I call. Know. Yes. Oh, my God. I can see why you great. loved him. Uh, is Preston. Mr. Becker, my name's Nick. I'm, I'm on the show with these guys. And, and my mom was a teacher. And I, I wanted to ask you a question about former students, because my mom always told me when she would hear from former students what, what she meant to them, it always warmed her heart. And it's got to be cool for you to reconnect with Preston, because this is a guy who has talked about you lovingly and, and, and has admired you for a long time. And yes, this is a little bit of a stunt, but it's also something that means a lot to Preston. And I'm sure when you hear from former students, uh, it makes it. it it makes you feel special.
11: It makes it very, very special. And, you know, I haven't been able to leave. I have not been able to get away from from being involved with kids and being involved with bands for that very reason. It's very special. So, another instance is uh, I got an email a while back, this is probably a year ago, from a guy named Rich Braun. So, Richie was a pretty good trumpet player, but he overplayed a lot. He overworked it. I gave him some lessons, tried to get him to, to rein it in. And he was writing me and saying, Mr. Becker, I'm, I'm so sorry that I overplayed. I was trying to sound like Maynard Ferguson, and that wasn't possible. And I said, that's, you know, I, I emailed him back. That's fine. I, I have, have fond memories of working with you. He signed the email, Captain Rich Braun, Southwest Airlines, 36 years. And I'm going, <laughs> oh, no. You're letting Rich Braun fly airplane? <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Wow! Oh, that That's is funny. just that is classic. <laughs> wow! Uh, well, I I was not expecting this at all. This is just this has made my day. Awesome. I'm
3: I'm hey, so happy. Listen. Can we get something played in that in this room full of instruments? Can somebody grab? Well, a case so
7: we have um the the band's lined up out back, and um and we have a we have a set of signature Preston Elliott drumsticks that I think we're going to um we're going to gift. To the the drum leader, ah, um, and then maybe he can play the cadence with those Preston Elliott signature drumsticks. Oh wow! Uh, I wonder if we do that. I wonder if you're still
0: playing those same cadences, man. That because uh, uh, I, well, I I we'll remember one of them. Okay, yeah. All right.
7: Yeah, we'll find out. But uh, as you were talking to Mr. Becker, I, I ducked into one of the closets over here, Preston, and I, I came across this old picture. Oh my! God. I don't God. know if. Oh my God! Hold up! I already recognize it. I'm the tall one wait, in the wait, middle. Wait, wait, wait! Where's the? Preston's right here. That's Preston.
0: Yeah, and the, to my to the left there is Keith Roadie. Uh, yeah, um, Jesus! Wow. Uh, I, I, yeah. I see Matt Steinhouse, and it looks uh, like a
3: picture from the Sandlot.
0: Wow.
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
10: wow.
7: There's Mark. But Kamer. then Preston, I yeah. also came across on the back of this. It was the. It's the scrapbook. Okay. From your your entire senior year. Okay. Uh, it literally, it's, it, it. says Parkway Centrals eighty five eighty six fans. Oh, look Dude. at that! Oh wow.
3: That is wild.
0: Wait, cool. My
3: scrapbook,
7: it's well, it's from the band. But oh, press, okay. like, there there aren't many scrapbooks in this uh, thing. Like it was like the scrapbook from like 1998, 1993, and then for some reason, your <gasps> scrapbook from your senior year. You probably oh, stole that man, as well. Yeah, band, yeah. Two <laughs> two tickets from your spring concert, uh, May what was this? May 13th, 1986. This is probably your last spring concert as a. Uh, as a drummer, wow! These tickets were oh. one dollar. <laughs> so,
3: Casey, can you continue the tradition and steal those as well? Yes. <laughs> I
7: figure what what we did here is we returned something and then we'll take something else. Right. Wow. That is I'm the code of the felon. So return these tickets. Yes. <laughs> hey,
0: I want I want to mention something to Mr. Becker again, real quick. Um, oh, here you go. Because I'm remembering all this stuff now, uh, Mr. Yeah. Becker. Do you remember when the the movie Whiplash came out not that long ago? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they yes. played Caravan, and I'm like, we played that in marching band. We played Caravan. We played yes, Caravan, we and all night long from Lionel Richie.
5: Really? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Was oh, it was, very it was similar. Similar. awesome. Very yeah. similar.
11: <laughs> I know all these,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all these years, you know, melt into one another because you had, you know, a long career. But I, I remember that vividly.
11: <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. Those are. I actually measure my career by what shows we did, what, what the marching band shows were. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that show. Co- I remember that. Because it's always
3: yeah. tying into the, the pop culture of the time, correct?
11: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And, and you can identify real readily with where you traveled with the band and who was in the band at that time, and that's kind of how you market. If you're in the classroom all the time, you don't have that same opportunity. Hey, right.
0: I also have a question. Where did uh, Do you keep in touch with Linda Pressgrave, or have you guys just kind of uh, fizzled out as far as
11: connections go? Pretty she much fizzled uh, out. Okay. Doug may occasionally talk yeah. to her, but she she remarried and moved to New York City. I mean, she's oh. been in the city for for quite a while. Okay, I, so, she, I think she's working pretty regularly there. A piano. She's a pian- plays piano more than French horn, but okay. she was a fine musician. Yeah, you know, she really was a great musician. And um, you know, I don't know if you remember Mrs. Theriak. Of course, Wanda Theriak. Yeah, Wanda Theriak, and and she did leave us uh, last year, two Aww. years ago. Okay. Yeah, they and, were um, they were
0: both really cool. I liked them as well. They they put up with my crap. I mean, you know, I mean they didn't and they did. You know, like they would. Uh, I w- I was you know I was an idiot. You guys know me <laughs> absolutely. And, uh, but yeah. uh, but they they didn't mince words. But they were all really cool. It was we had a very familial thing going on. Very And that part uh, of the uh, of the building, it was very much like that. It I was, guarantee you. It was, it was a it was a. Um, it was a sanctuary for me. Right, right. Yes.
11: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, Preston, I'm actually still getting to teach. I'm adjunct down at Wash U, and I, I get oh, to teach hmm. the j- uh, work with the Jazz Band and the uh, wind ensemble down there, which is really cool. And those kids are going to be doctors someday, but they still look at that evening that they come in and play in Jazz Band as their sanctuary moment. They get wow. away from uh-huh. microbiology and right. they're hanging with friends and playing jazz. You know, it's very cool. Oh. It's awesome. We, it, we- it's really, it makes me feel good to be able to do that, <clears throat> and I'm I'm so glad to hear you say that because that was always the feeling I got too. This is where we need to be. Yeah. This is what we need to be doing. Hey, I, I want some damn music. Casey, oh, we're, we're gonna get as, some as music. Part yeah. of work here, we're we're looking at old century resources fundraising uh, yeah. brochures. Oh, oh my gosh. god,
0: <laughs> we used to sell like pizzas and stuff. Oh like really? That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember that. You know
11: what the most, the worst worst fun racer ever one of them said oh you should sell spice packets and so oh. they shipped in all these spice packets and we stored them in your drum in the drum closet and that place smelled like <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, it was terrible
11: it smelled like oregano
0: for years
6: <laughs> oh, exactly if you exactly what it was if you promise to mail it back do you think maybe casey Earth could power. bring the scrapbook here uh but you have to promise to I mail would- it back
9: Yo.
0: Yeah,
6: oh, you, this guy can't be trusted. <laughs> <I
2: know.
0: laughs> no, he could just take pictures of. He all He sat of them. on clavies for decades. Have to let Casey,
11: handle that one because so I I, right.
7: I can't speak for that.
0: All right,
11: I mean, all, right, all, right.
7: Doug... all right, so uh, we're gonna get some music. Case, yeah. As a matter of fact, that Mister Hoover's chomping at the bit to get out here. Okay, let's do up, it. These guys, I don't want to hold these them. These guys up. have been lined up for you know a good ten minutes or so. So we're uh, we're now walking out. So,
9: <laughs> They're so
7: yelling, we're, we're, but yeah, in case when we're, we're lining you, them all up, I'll let those guys get all lined up and stuff. And while they do that, I, I, I press the yes. team across. I'll just do this one more time here because this is a different band picture. This is, um, I'm gonna put my finger here. Uh, there's the president.
0: <laughs> look at that mullet, yeah, uh huh, yep, yeah, that's yeah. me. That would have been, yeah. That was marching band out of the stadium. I remember that. Yeah, that's a tux. Little... That was your
7: that senior. That's your senior year of high school. Wow,
5: man. Yeah.
0: What did you say, Nick?
7: Did you have a tux on, or
0: was it nah, a uniform? Was, that was the uniform. It was a marching band uniform. I got you, uh, Case. By the way, when when you yell, just to let you know, it kind of uh, it kills the audio. Uh, oh, to give you a heads oh, up on that. Nah, yeah. No problem. I like the yelling early in the morning.
7: Okay, so I'm going to have to walk a.
0: We're watching the video. I know exactly where he is. We used to walk out that door and line up for marching band all the time. Yep. Oh, my God. That's crazy. They got the band out there, Preston. The whole band is out there. The whole marching band is out there. Oh, my God. Wow. This is cool. Oh,
6: geez. Wow. There's like, no
2: wonder why students. they were telling us to hurry. Yeah.
4: Okay. Man, these poor kids have been there since six in the morning.
2: I know. And they, they got to probably have to get to class.
4: Case, can you hear us?
0: What's that? Oh, I was just wondering if you can hear us. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I think it's too loud for yeah. the camera to pick up.
6: Maybe Casey should call us on the phone really quickly. Yeah,
3: call us on the phone, Casey. He might not be call able him. to
6: hear Call him. He probably phone. can't hear. Hurry up. <clears throat> Somebody call them.
2: See, yeah. it,
3: over, it overpowers the microphone on yeah.
0: the... Uh... Or call,
2: call well, Jackie's phone.
0: They're getting video of it now, so all we'll right, be able we'll to have check the it out on social media. But we're watching the entire marching band They're go all live. playing for you,
3: Preston. They're, play, they're playing the cadences. It looks cool. Yeah. You know what? But because you, you're able to keep them outside, you you not only were we able to steal the clubbies, you're robbing them of their education. <laughs> <laughs> A morning, you. off. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: fantastic. Oh my God! Look at this. I'm.
2: That is. Um, that's so awesome.
0: This is my. This is my school. That's That's the very front entrance of the school. And uh I wish, yeah.
3: I wish we could hear this. Oh, we dude. couldn't hear it, but we will hear it in the recording. We have Kyle there getting everything on video. So Casey's cracking up. <laughs> Case, can
0: you hear I, us?
7: I, no. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to cry. Like, I'm so, like, nostalgic for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and it's awesome. Unfortunately, we couldn't hear it at all because of the audio. But we'll, we'll get the video later, uh, I'm sure, on social don't media. Don't tell right? them that, though. Yeah, don't tell them that. Don't tell them Yeah, yeah. I won't okay. say
4: anything. All right. Dude, hey, the kids <laughs> are huge in Philly now. <laughs>
0: yeah. That was so cool. I can't believe you got Mr. Becker there. I was not <laughs> expecting that at all. Uh this is really awesome.
7: So, I was um I was surprised at how young he is. I for some reason I just expected yeah. to be like an old man. Case, I thought the uh, same
3: thing. I, I I'm like I'm looking at this dude and this could be one of Preston's contemporaries.
7: Super cool guy too. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, uh hang on, I got Jackie on the
0: phone. Jackie, are you there?
10: oh, the memories, oh, these pictures, <laughs> baby mullet, I am loving these stories.
0: Um, thank you, Jackie. The pictures um, are so cool, it's just great. Uh, that was really super special, man, and, uh, and, and I feel so much better now that the claves have been returned, the musical instrument I stole from my high school <laughs> back in 1982 has been returned home. And uh, a wave of guilt well, is taken well, off of me.
3: You know, Jackie. A lot of people I, are. I mean, people. Obviously, you have your 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 vampires and everything. But you're an accomplished musician yourself. Is it pretty cool to see all these uh, these these uh, kids with the uh, the instruments and embracing music?
10: I was talking to the teachers. I can't believe they start band before school. So it's not after school, like when I would be doing it or Prespa would be doing it. It's before school. So these kids are half awake. And then we were talking about stealing instruments. I saw that big kick drum. <laughs> well, what do you call that, Presby? Uh, walking. Well, what do you call that? The bass drum. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was telling them, you know, you stole. Something Stephen Tyler actually stole actually that. Out of that his first. <laughs> really? Interested in living on the edge. He bought a pack, too, <sighs> into that video. I was telling the kids that.
0: I didn't That's know that. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. Excellent. All right, Jake, I'm going to switch yeah. back over to Casey and uh, check in with him. Uh, so. Yeah,
7: press. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging with your best friend. That's, uh, where'd you go, Steve? He's behind you. What's up? What's up, So he's walking me over to the smoking lounge. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
9: yeah.
0: Okay. So he, right around not the corner. Here anymore. I know, I know. They it's but just but windows. But that area is
10: windows.
0: yeah. There, there used to be windows you could see out into the smoking lounge. But that's where, in between classes, if you were close enough, you could duck out and have a smoke real quick. As students
4: All the trucks are everything. You have
12: pick-up tables set up. You yeah. Come out here, you, get your, you buy a penner or two in the bathroom <laughs> and
9: come out. Pop the <laughs> a <little laughs> a, a penner or two. two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a very skinny joint for those yeah. who don't know what yeah. a pair is. <laughs>
7: so uh, this, this right here, press. This yeah. is the uh, this is the lounge. Yeah, Steve.
0: Steve, tell them the nickname.
7: Uh, 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 scrounge Lounge.
0: Yeah, that's what we called it. The
3: Scrounge. Were you able to? Uh, now, did they have a bar out there? And, uh... <laughs> <laughs>
12: But Battle I service. cocktails, you know, Bloody Marys after first hour. Stuff yeah. Like
0: that. I was telling these guys, you had to, you kind of had to watch your P's and Q's when you were out in the scrounge because the, the badasses were hanging out there. And if you stepped out of line, you could get your ass kicked in the scrounge.
13: Yeah. Steve. Colorado boots and jean jackets would come after you in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want that. It you sounded like that.
3: a it sounded like a prison uh, a prison yard. Yeah. So
12: yeah, you get shanked out here in a yeah. heartbeat. You went the wrong way. It was
4: over. You're going home in a bag.
2: We actually had a smoking area too. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, what? and, and uh, yeah, case and yeah. So did we? Yeah. it it had to be, so it was, for students. It was for students and it was, but it wasn't like sanctioned by the school. You had to be off school property so they would go to the sidewalk Uh, that lined the street and stand there, smoke, and then come back to school. But like, they didn't do. The school didn't do anything about it. They let yeah. them do it. This there,
3: was this was school
0: property, and a teacher was usually kind of wandering around out there just to make sure. Monitoring the smokers.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. There was a sanctioned area at, uh, at my school. I remember it, it happened maybe in junior year. It was the weirdest thing, but yeah. It, and and there were a lot of kids who smoked back then. So wow. Wow.
7: I mean, if you think about it, if you're 18 years old, it you know. You should be allowed to, like, yeah. you know, by the law, you're yeah. you're allowed to. Now we didn't have an official smoking lounge, but I smoked every single day in the bathroom right before. Uh, right
3: now, before yeah, lunch now yeah, my yeah, buddy. case at your high school, you said you had a champagne room.
7: Huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that took you know, balls to Catholic smoke inside the bathroom, man. That's <laughs> that was pretty risky. All right, well, listen, case, this has been amazing. This is uh, awesome. uh, so much fun. I can't believe you got Mr. Battery but It's that over? I know. You have a, is, another tour. This is stop number one. Okay, so we're doing a tour of, of my area this morning as Casey is in St. Louis on his big adventure. I mean, he killed this one.
7: So he dropped off. I the... am so nervous about <laughs> stop number two, Preston.
0: I know. So so uh, give me the, uh, the the Mission Impossible theme because that's what we're going to be doing. So the next one, the next thing he has to do. So I gave Casey the claves to return uh, to uh, the, the band at uh, Parkway Central High School. Next, he has to go buy my old house that I grew up in. We actually had that house built in 1980, so we were the first owners of that house, my family and I. <clears throat> and I have given Casey a couple of items that he has to try to get into my old bedroom. All right? I don't know the people who live there. I have no idea who they are.
3: I don't know how long they've owned that house or anything. But Casey's going to cold call on them. How are the police in this area? Are they fairly understanding? I don't think so.
2: Well, he's not going to break in. No, he's no. Gonna... No. Nah. no, I was actually thinking, though, like, I don't think I could do this. I know, I know. Like, like... Especially if they're... Because he... if they're not willing at the beginning... Would you just walk away? Or I think he's I... going to need a little, like,
6: convincing. Have I don't Jackie know I come
3: it. up. Oh, my God. Yeah, have Jackie. Yeah. No, keep
6: Jackie in the car. Just bring a clipboard. That gets Jack- you anywhere.
3: Have oh. Jackie sit in the car and say, I brought my
7: grandmother with me. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted I'll put me. put Jackie in the front seat of the car. And if they don't, if they don't let me in, I'll go, do you really want me to get this guy out of the
2: car? <laughs> <laughs> but with all this, today like I know. you know what I mean I know it's, yeah.
3: it's, it's gonna take some convincing for sure here's what you do Casey, you go you go up with Kyle and then you both leave Jackie in the, in the car and then you just say to your point you say do you want me to go get the bird
7: and that and just point
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you guys shower this morning like are y'all cleaned up
7: I'm all cleaned up I showered last night all right. We're all, all, right. all right, you have a better chance then. What
0: you could do is you <laughs> yeah. could ring the doorbell and you could have Kyle start pretend like he's a singing telegram and he could <laughs> oh. sing like My Girl or something like right, that and yeah. then totally woo them with his talents and then
7: that'll get you guys in the door maybe.
2: No, that's Scream yeah. Scam.
7: <clears throat> that know. would work better as a plan A than a plan B because if plan A didn't work, I, I couldn't go like,
2: oh, and I meant it's a singing
7: telegram. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> So do you think if I showed them? Do you think if I showed them my genitals, it might work?
0: Uh, that always works, right? right. <laughs> it
7: does. So
5: here's what
0: we're going to do, uh, and I've just been told to stretch this till eight a.m. I don't know why. Marissa just handed me a oh, note. So I
7: know why, because you have the, the yuhulu. Oh, yes. you're right. Look, it, you Look he's
0: producing from St.
2: Louis. Producing from St. Louis. So,
0: so what I gave Casey to to be able to try to, to get in. He's not only has to get in my room, but he's going to leave uh, the uh, my senior year photograph. That I have, and two buttons that I used to have hanging up on a uh, a cork. You remember, like the cork boards. Yes. On a cork board, I had a uh, a button that you like. You know, back in the nineteen eighties, we wore buttons on our shirts and stuff like that.
6: We wear them in the two thousand twenties now too. Okay, so
0: (laughs) it is a a Rush button and a Beatles button,
3: and they were both like a flare button, right? Right, Exactly. So so, and then his job case when you're in
4: there Uh that room, if there's a TV, take it with you. (laughs) Okay. So, Casey, while we have a minute to kill, how are you guys? I mean, you had a long ass drive yesterday. You got into St. Louis like ten o'clock last night. Um, how are you feeling? How was the drive yesterday?
7: It, you know, listen, I I, I was talking with uh, with my wife about this last night, like because uh, she's like, "Oh, you must be exhausted." I I, I feel good, like, uh, huh. and I wasn't exhausted last night. And I think the fact that we had three people driving, hmm. you know, I did the first leg. Jackie, man, he he drives fast, guys. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and, like. Oh, dude, at one point, I looked over, and we were doing 100 miles per hour, and I was like, Jackie, we do not, listen, I love that we're making good time, but we do not need to be doing 100 miles oh my
3: per hour. It the doesn't jail. need to turn into, like, Bonnie and Clyde
7: while you're going cross country. Yeah Jeez,
9: Like, oh, he he
7: God. uses God. his turn signal, I would say, maybe 25% of the time. <laughs> All right.
9: Uh, I, had, I had no idea.
7: But we made good time, and right. then you know, and then having you know Kyle brought, you know, he drove the the last third of the of the trip, and you when know, we got to the hotel, and and you know, watched the Eagles kick the crap out of the Vikings, and nice. took a shower and went to bed. Like I feel I feel good. we I think we're all we and feel really well rested. It's you know, a, a brand
4: new uh, Marriott, right? Like uh, that's where you guys stayed last oh night. Oh my
7: god, yeah, beautiful, beautiful Marriott in, in uh, Chesterfield Press. You know. Unfortunately, I haven't really been able to get like a, a real feel for what Chesterfield's all about because we got here at, at night. So yep. now the sun is coming up, beautiful, and uh, we're going to get to go all over Preston's stomp, old stomping grounds. Hey, sun. Case, do
3: yeah. we get do we get actual other video of the marching band so we can get the audio later on?
7: Yeah, uh, yeah, Kyle did. Thanks, okay, Kyle. all right
3: yeah that
0: I can't believe I, they I want to hear that
3: They came out and
0: uh, and did that this early in the morning, which is uh, pretty damn awesome. um so <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna have a little time before our next uh our next excursion for you guys go to my house because we're gonna have to come back and do the bizarre file and then the break after that. we're going to check in with you guys. But we're also going to have uh, Kevin Hayes on from the flyer, so we've got to figure out how we're going to juggle all this stuff, but we'll make this happen. Next stop is going to be my old boyhood
3: home. Where they
0: have to get into my bedroom one way or another. Imagine
3: you at home, you get a knock on your door in the morning. Yeah. You have Casey, Jackie, and Kyle outside right <laughs> to right. get inside. What do you uh, do? What do, you do? Yeah. So we're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it's an hour earlier. It's they are stopping by right. a little bit after seven. So and that's where they amazing. are now, they're celebrating Christmas.
0: Yeah, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's way over there. Yeah. So uh but um yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna get
7: an emails later on today, maybe? Yeah, I wanted to go last night, but we were we were we just wanted to just get to the hotel and, and crash and stuff. So, Emos
3: is uh, um, Preston's favorite pizza. Yep.
7: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, All right. So um, hopefully we, we kill enough time around here, so then right before we hit the road to OKC, uh, we'll stop at Emos, grab right. a couple of pizzas, and, and go. You Excellent. guys got to do the Yahoo loot. I'm gonna I'm gonna get going. Preston, right. Next time I talk to you, I'll be in front of your house.
0: Excellent. All right. We'll see you in a bit, Casey yeah. Boy. The
7: They're on the trip of a lifetime.
8: MMRs. Yeah. Yoo-hoo loot. Now, listen up. Here's your keyword.
0: All right, the word is achieve, and don't worry if you don't know how to spell that. I will spell it for you. It is A C H I E V E. That's this hour's keyword, achieve, A C H I E V E. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. There are three ways to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry will win $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner gets a call from Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. The contest rules available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored. By Horizon Services. So again, the word is achieve. A-C-H-I-E-V-E. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break while you're doing that. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Okay, hang on a second here. Oh, yeah. Now I'll hit this button and
5: then we'll be right
0: back. Preston
1: and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
5: If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Couple things before we do
0: the B file, and I know we're crazy late with the bizarre file, but uh, we have Tattoo Tuesday today, so text word tattoo to three nine three three three. We also have uh, the <clears throat> Yahoo Loot, and you have about three minutes left to text word achieve a c h i e v e over to possibly win the money. And Insomnia Cookies is here, mm. and they brought some goodies to give away. So I have a twenty five dollar gift card. Yeah, Kathy's on a diet. <laughs> Uh, Twenty-five dollar gift card. For, we'll take caller number sixteen at two one five two six three WMMR. Listen to this tonight. They're having a pajama party. So, this evening, put on your best PJs and head to the nearest Insomnia Cookies for the annual PJ party. All locations. Starts at 9 and continues late into the night. Wearing your PJs <laughs> gets you one free classic cookie. No
3: purchase necessary. So, um, listen, this has always been a late night place. You know, obviously you can go to it earlier if you want. But that is a cool idea. So, it's a pajama party at every location. Mm-hmm. Get your damn cookie because you know you want it. Kathy, I'm going to try to make you buckle today.
2: I know, Steve, I can't stop. All right, all right. A you trying to kill me?
9: Cooking. Free cooking. All right, let's do the b
1: file. Now, WMMR presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Boy, do I
0: have some stories for you guys. You won't believe the volume of stories you have. It's uh, it's actually, it borders on ridiculousness on how great these stories are, and I'm so happy That the Bizarre File has a fine sponsor to mention. Let me tell you something.
3: Sponsors don't grow on trees. (laughs) So when you get one that's a sponsor... Oh, I just got it. Oh, there you go. All right,
0: right, brought to you by Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. Chicken! Coming soon to Fairless Hills. All right, let's start with this. A 20-year-old road rage suspect was seriously injured when the parked police patrol vehicle that she was detained in was struck by a freight train. Oh, my God. In Colorado. Why would you park the car on train tracks? Multiple law enforcement agencies responded to a report of a road rage incident involving a firearm Friday evening. A police officer stopped the woman's car just uh, past a set of railroad tracks and parked the patrol vehicle on the crossing. What? The woman was placed in the back of the police vehicle, which was hit by the train as officers were searching her car. Ah! Uh, The suspect name and details of her injuries have not been released. Uh, The Fort Lupton Police Department is investigating the road rage incident. The Colorado State Patrol is investigating the crash. And the Colorado Bureau of Investigation is looking into the woman's injuries while she was in police custody. So, you got everybody involved. You have a
3: whole big road out there. You don't have to park on the tracks.
0: Uh, Police in Fujimi, uh, Japan have arrested a 24-year-old elementary school teacher on suspicion of forcible disruption of business after she placed bleach in curry that was to be served to children for lunch.
3: Dear God!
0: Yeah, Ayana Hanzawa has admitted to placing the bleach into a container of curry. Several of the children noticed an odd smell coming from the curry and told another teacher... Nobody ate the curry, which was sent in for analysis, and the results showed that it contained
3: chlorine bleach. It's kind of wild that the kids would notice the smell, you know? Yeah, henzawa who... And curry has a powerful smell itself. It does. Uh, she's taught at the school since 2020
0: and was quoted by police as saying that she got upset... Because she was transferred to be in the homeroom teacher for another class in April. Then I understand why you'd want to poison the kids. Despite wanting to remain with her
3: previous class.
0: So the curry she laced was meant to be served for the children in her new class.
3: I didn't get my parking spot this morning,
0: so I burned down an orphanage. Wow. Hmm. Uh, How about this? This is strange. A boater near Venice, Louisiana, was arrested Friday after allegedly firing a weapon at a Coast Guard uh, helicopter... Uh, who was there for to, uh, for responding uh, or to respond for a distress call? You're not getting this, buddy. So the Coast Guard responded to a distress signal from a 40 foot sailboat uh, on Thursday that was approximately 75 miles off Southwest Pass, Louisiana. The Coast Guard sent in a helicopter with a crew to help the distressed boater. But when officials arrived at the scene, the person pointed what appeared to be a firearm at the helicopter. This is a person that put yeah. in the distress call, right? The air crew heard objects striking the aircraft. And immediately departed the scene due to aircraft and crew safety concerns. All right, be that way. The Coast Guard crew returned to the air station in New Orleans and found the helicopter had indeed been shot. And the boater was eventually arrested without incident when FBI agents and Coast Guard investigative service returned in a fixed-wing airplane and a response boat. And the Coast Guard did not name the boater or the specific charges. No good D goes unpunished. Guess not. All right, a Pennsylvania restaurant famous for from a mention by uh, The Office, the television show, is suing a customer for more than $3,000 after the patron left a very generous tip for a waitress and then disputed the charge on his credit card, leaving the restaurant to dole out the cash to the server. So Mariana Lambert, a waitress at Alfredo's Pizza Cafe located in Scranton,
3: was elated when a customer left several thousand dollars uh, for a tip. It's one of these stories that you hear where people just come in randomly, and yeah. you know it's it's always heartwarming. So she
0: felt like she hit the jackpot until the generous patron decided that he wanted the money back, and now the restaurant is taking the man to court. The customer identified as Eric Smith has ordered had ordered a Stromboli that cost thirteen twenty five. He charged the item to his credit card and added a three thousand dollar tip and wrote "Tip for Jesus." The male patron claimed that the generous tip was part of a social media movement called Tips for Jesus. And uh, Lambert, who was in shock, said it was an extremely generous gesture that really touched my heart during a time when many people and businesses were getting back onto their feet after COVID. It really meant a lot, she said, because everyone was going through some stuff. But Lambert learned that the generous customer wasn't so generous after all and disputed the charge on his credit card and the restaurant owner had already handed over the $3,000 to Lambert, so they weren't going to take it back.
3: I, I mean, come on.
0: And when the restaurant. He didn't pay for the trombone either, did he? Uh, that I don't yeah. know. When the restaurant reached out to Smith about the charge, he was disputing that uh, they hoped that uh, it was just a big misunderstanding, <laughs> and they had started speaking with Smith through Facebook. Restaurant management. Yeah, no. Was hoping to resolve the incident, but after many of their posts went unanswered, they had to get the magistrate's office involved and filed charges. Uh, Jacobson, I, I think Jesus would pay his credit card bill. Uh, the manager of Alfredo's Cafe described the entire ordeal as aggravating. He said, we're just out of money at this point. And he told Ugh. us to sue him, so that's what we're going to end up doing. <laughs> uh, Jacobson said initially when his server got the staggering tip, he was happy for Lambert and said somebody was actually trying to do a good thing. Oh, man. So he's hoping to win their $3,000 back for this server, so that
4: uh, that was a funny plot line on the office. There was pizza by Alfredo and right. Alfredo's pizza, and there's, right. a, there's a huge difference between the two <laughs> on the, on the story on the show. And so the Michael Scott chose the wrong one, and everybody in the office got really upset. But it's interesting that it's actually a real yeah. place. It's real, yeah. yeah. It's
0: a real place in Scranton. All right, and Then one last story: a Georgia woman is being commended by authorities after returning. The more than $543 in cash she found under her sandwich. So this is like an opposite thing What's this under my sandwich? In a Facebook post, the city of Jackson Police Department thanked Mrs. Joan Oliver for her honesty and her goodness. Uh, The police were called to Mrs. Oliver's workplace. Mrs. Oliver had uh, gone to a local restaurant, drive through on her lunch break, and returned to work to enjoy her lunch. And when she opened her lunch... And removed her sandwich, she was surprised to find $543.10 in cash (laughs) under her sandwich. Is that a refund? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, The post said after investigating the find, it was determined the restaurant's daily deposit had accidentally been placed in her sandwich bag. (laughs) Not only did Mrs. Oliver do the right thing, but she saved the manager's job. Mrs. Oliver, thank you for reminding us that we have amazing citizens in Jackson, and it is people like you that make us great. So, the cash was enough to pay off her electricity bills, and her husband had suffered uh, strokes and is battling cancer. Oh, man. And in fact, she said that uh, the family's facing medical bills totaling around $2 million. She, she still returned the money. Uh, she admitted that she Did they about, give her some money? She thought about going shopping, shopping for a second. Steve, uh, they refunded her on her uh, sandwich order. That's phenomenal. <laughs> Isn't that great? That'll
3: cover the $50,000 chemo yeah. bill.
9: Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> I would imagine somebody's (laughs) going to put a, uh, uh, maybe a a, a GoFundMe or something like that. That Coke is on us. That that Coca-Cola right there, that's for you. Yeah. Enjoy, and good luck with it. And let us know how your husband does. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Okay, so now we're scheduled to have a guest. Yes, Marissa? Uh,
6: So we still have another minute or so until he gets on. We do have a connection to the Flyers, but I'm guessing maybe they are... uh... At practice, and they're grabbing him off the ice
0: or okay. something of that sort. We're going to do this via
6: Zoom?
0: hmm Okay. All right. We're so, Zooming like crazy this yeah. morning. Uh, if you missed it a moment ago, we have uh, Casey in his big adventure. Uh, he and Jackie and Kyle are, um, you know, zipping across the country. They did. They took out a big chunk of it last night. And uh, no thanks to uh, Jackie, who drove 100 miles an hour. Uh, they made it to St. Louis by 10 o'clock last night, and we uh, spent the last segment <laughs> Uh, with Casey and the gang at my old high school, and they actually
3: got my old band director back, and we had an amazing <laughs> It was amazing. Preston, I just checked <laughs> on yep. the tracker. Casey is on your street. Oh, my God.
0: Already? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we will uh, – the, the next mission is to actually get into my old bedroom.
3: Right. Un- no, this has not been yep. prepared in advance. He's going up cold. Yep. And asking. Yeah, to see if he can get in. So that's the mission. That's
0: uh, that's yes. the thing. He's He's got to be able to... Uh... And the mission number two will be to elude the chasing police. Oh, you know what else? What? I, what, the part I left out? What? Okay. I also, <laughs> because of my history there, uh, I also gave him uh, a little bud of weed. <laughs> and so uh, I'm going to okay. have him crumble it on the oh ground. Like
3: God. pouring out <laughs> one for your homies? It's exactly what it.
0: Dude, my, me and my sister and my friends... Soaks, smokes so much herb there, it it needs to be done. Really? So it's a photograph. It's the two buttons, and uh, and yeah, he's got to crumble some weed. Listen, weed's legal all over the place. Oh, come now. on, come on. Is, is it legal in St. Louis? I think medically, yes. <laughs> all right, medically it is. Uh, so, and I have a medical card. So there you go. We're all good. I'm sure oh, that'll hold I'm up in court.
3: All, yeah. <laughs> so it's the still, it's still <laughs> little bud. Like couldn't even get a joint out of it. The, the, no, the guy in Philly has a card.
0: All right. So anyhow. Uh, Casey's Big Adventure, by the way, runs on Duncan. I do want to mention that. And we have our guest who is ready to go. Uh, it's We're bordering on hockey season.
3: It's right there.
0: And, of course, uh, MMR carries a portion of the games. So yes. You'll yeah. be uh, hearing those live here on MMR from time to time. Uh, but we are happy to have our next guest on board. And its uh, training is uh, taking place as we speak. So we thank him for giving us a little bit of time to jump in and say hello. Please welcome Mr. Kevin Hayes of yeah. your Flyers to the program Kevin good morning man What's up guys how are you We're doing well man how are things going so far with the you know the the team and then and uh, training and all that stuff
13: Things are going well uh the whole team's been here for a while now um we, mostly everyone got here September 1st and we've been uh trying to get after it since then and uh, I mean training camp officially starts tomorrow so pretty sure the next two days will be pretty hard but
0: Hey, do you do you train for training camp? You know what I mean. Like yeah. you start doing some initial stuff on your own, and, and or is it just let me let me get in there and, and start from scratch?
13: Yeah, I mean after the season, everyone usually takes some time off, and then picks out a date where they want to get back in the gym, and then picks out a date where they want to start skating. And uh, with the new coach this year, we got some. Uh, some good testing coming our way. So I think a lot of guys got on the ice a little bit earlier. And then uh, I know for sure a lot of guys came back a lot earlier than they expected because, uh, we wanted uh, our whole team to be here before camp started.
4: Right. Kevin, you've been pretty candid about uh, how things went last season. And I know that uh, hope springs eternal for for players going into this season. Um, but it's got to be weird because you guys came off a season where things didn't go great. There were a whole bunch of injuries. Uh, nobody really knew what the status of Ryan Ellis was going to be. And then yesterday we get this mm-hmm. news that Couturier might be out for a decent chunk of this upcoming season. So, What's the mindset going into uh, this up? You know, it, it training camp and the season and all of it, it. You know, what what are you guys thinking? What's what's the mindset like?
13: Yeah, I mean, obviously, last year didn't didn't go as planned. Uh, I mean, I missed a ton of games, a lot more than I expected. Cootie uh, missed a lot. Beezer was out. Uh, Ryan Ellis. Um, so I think this year we're kind of just doing new season, new team, uh, new attitude, um, and then the stuff with Cootie yesterday. Uh, no one really knows exactly what, what the situation is. It, I think it was said week to week. Uh, I, I know he's seeing some doctors, so, um, we're all hoping that it's sooner rather than later, but, uh, I mean, our mindset is, is kind of just building a new culture, a new identity and buying into towards the system and, and, uh, being a hard team to play against. And, uh, I think if we all, if we're all bought into the same system, it should, uh, I mean, it can't get much worse than last <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: year. to that point, I mean, and listen, it's 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 one of the things. So we we're judged, you know, by ratings, and and you get a you know weeks that accrue, and and they've they've changed the methodology over over the uh, the years, but I mean, um, you know, psychologically, you in the world of professional sports and in any sport at the level that you 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 are playing at i I don't know how I would be able to handle a game to game situation where like you're doesn't you know you're only as good as what happened last time, and I mean do you have to build up a a thick protective blister to that or uh, you know or do you succumb to it? How do you deal with that as a professional athlete that constant constant assessment
13: yeah i mean i I've been on uh both ends here where I've been on teams that were in first place the whole entire season, and then I've been on teams where we were fifty points out of playoffs. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you can never get too high, never get too low. And I mean, the thing I always fall back on is is uh, we all get paid a lot of money to to provide for this organization and to help the city win. And and I truly believe that every every player that I've played with in this organization. All they want to do is win, and everyone gives their best effort, and and sometimes it doesn't happen. And I mean, last year, <clears throat> I don't want to say it was a write off at all because I mean we stunk, and and it it didn't work out for us. But it's uh, injuries were tough last year, and when yeah. four of your best players are missing over thirty games, it's right any team's going to do too well. But but again, it can't be an excuse, and it's something that can't fall into this year because i'm sure if we have a bad start the fans and media are just gonna say here we go again and and um i mean you need, you need some tough skin uh my like i said my biggest fallback is to just to give your best effort every single night uh and then on days off you go into the gym you work on your body you work on your strength, and and um i mean everyone not everyone but some people think the nhl is just this easy league guys get a lot of money and go play games and hopefully they win. And it's the complete opposite. You got guy, you got guys in this organization that are trying to take your job and you got to be on your top of your game every single night. And if you're not, you're not going to be in the league for a long time. So yeah. right, yeah. I like to, I like to just say that when I show up to the rink, it's, it's my best effort and, and I know someone's trying to chase my job. And if someone wasn't trying to chase my job, it's, the organization's not in good hands. And, and, uh, and so that's, that's the easiest thing for me is giving a good, honest effort because, this organization made a commitment to me and gave me a lot of money. And I made a commitment to this organization in the city. And all I want to do is just bring, bring happiness to the band. <laughs> to bring and, joy. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. It, it, That's all we year. want to. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love happiness. Last year there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of joy. So. <laughs>
4: yeah. uh, well, um, you know, you mentioned the new coach. What is your relationship like with uh, Tortorella? Do you know him? Have you, have you played for him <clears throat> ever before? And, and um, you know, he, he seems like a, he's at a point in his career where he was really, really fired up and possibly angry earlier on. I think he's like still gets players to do what he wants them to do, but it seems like not mellowed out is the right word, but like, he seems like maybe he's in a healthier mental space. Is that, is that accurate at all?
13: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just met him this year. I, I've seen him in passing when I've played against him uh, in the hallways and stuff. Um, I flew down there to meet with him the day he got hired, the next, the day after he got hired Um I mean, I, I, everyone's kind of changing with the times, but, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure if we're not playing the way he wants to we'll huh. go back to his old ways. So, uh, hopefully we, we see a new torts all year and we don't, we don't, can't be yelling at anyone. That just means they're playing well.
3: So when you initially pass him in the hall and you're meeting him and you're trying to make small talk, do you say things like, how about those flyers?
13: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this has been in the making of both for five years.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kevin, you said you said Torch, you mentioned a couple nicknames. Who's got the best nickname in the locker room right now?
13: Best nickname? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lottie's pretty good. He's known as Sarge.
3: Sarge, that's like a good that.
13: one. Yep. Uh, Who's
3: got the most embarrassing?
13: Um, trying to go through the lineup.
3: Probably s- stinky vagina.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's a cooter on the team. <laughs> there, is <a> <laughs> there is a cooter. So, oh, there we go. We yeah.
13: got it. Yeah, God wasn't too far off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were sometimes green goblin. That one doesn't work too well. Green
3: goblin's not bad though either. Uh, what
0: have What have you uh, been called uh, through the years that you can uh, say on the radio? <laughs>
13: Yeah, mine's pretty well known as just Big Cat. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so, hey, but you—you
3: you can't no, you can't pick your own name. You know that's the rule. So, it, and oh, you... I know
13: I was given out by Eric Stahl. All right, there you go. Name. And I, I've been lucky enough where I kind of don't get made fun of in the locker room anymore. So <laughs> I think my nickname's good, and I'm the one given the
3: <laughs> you're you're locked. That's I, cool.
13: exactly. and...
0: Uh, Kevin, do we know what uh, what what the uh, the award uh, will be this year? As far as we've had the golden helmet in the past, we've had the starter jacket, we've had uh, a bunch of different things. You know what uh, the star of the game gets to wear in the locker room yet?
13: No. So that usually comes about during training camp when we have like a team dinner or like a a night out with the team. We somehow I don't know who like the the golden helmet came from Prague. We were in a we somehow were in no we were in Switzerland and we somehow ended up a bar with all this Philly fan, like Philly fandom on it, like all this flag. Yeah. And there was just like old golden helmet just hanging from the sand. It had nothing to do with anyone there. And we asked if we could take it and they gave it to us.
3: Oh, that's cool. That's great.
13: So it usually just comes about where either we're on a golf course or we're out having a couple of beers and, and, uh, someone comes up with a funny idea or, I Something love it. Twenty happens and we're like, all right, we're taking this back. With I like,
0: I like the old original motorcycle helmet. I, <laughs> great. That. I think was that was great, my favorite yeah. one. Uh, well, listen, we do, we do have some uh, tickets that we're going to give away uh, to the game. Uh, so the Flyers home opener is coming up on uh, October 13th. We're going to do that in just a moment or two. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, with, with this getting underway now, what do you do it, uh, leading up? I'm just curious. You talk about working so hard, uh, Kevin, you know, when you, you, you know, you you have your training and then when the season starts, you play your games, and then you work out to try. What what's kind of a, what what's a good cleanse for you to kind of clear the mind? What what do you like to do personally? We always like to find out what everybody's up to personally. Yeah. Is it uh, shows, movies? You you get out, you play any kind of uh, games or anything along those lines?
13: I I picked up tennis in the last couple of years, so I try to play a little bit of tennis, and and then NFL football is usually my go-to. Nice uh, Sundays of my day,
4: yeah. I
13: just coach and and Watch football all day, and last night we had two games. Good Eagles win, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
6: There's a great uh meme going around that says Bills and Eagles fans when they're at the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. and it's that MM or it's uh WWE just jumping off of the cage onto tables. <laughs> yeah, nice. should like,
13: solid. We should we should pray for for this not to happen. <laughs> oh, no,
6: no, no, it's gotta happen. <laughs> nice. I'm ready for it.
0: All right, Kev. Listen, man, it's great to touch base with you, and I'm sure we'll we'll speak uh, throughout the season. So, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Good luck with everything. All right, guys.
5: Thank you.
0: Yep, you got it, Kevin
5: Hayes of the Flyers,
0: and we do indeed have tickets to give away to that game. And we will take caller number 22 at 215 263 WMMR. Uh, We'll set you up with that, and uh, don't forget that the home opener is presented by Smart Water, and it will be on Thursday, October 13th. They're going to be playing the Devils, and all fans get a Flyers home opener T-shirt, by the way. Tickets are on sale now at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. All right, we have to take a break because the fellas are in place for the next mission of Casey's Big Adventure in my old hometown of St. Louis, and we'll get to that when we return. Stay with us.
8: The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now.
5: Fans of the Preston and Steve show, put their show page right up top. See the latest Preston and Steve t-shirt designs in the rock shop. Watch daily Rush videos or want to hear Preston and Steve podcasts first. Totally your call.
8: Look for Marissa's app hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app.
1: It's time to check in on Casey's big adventure on the President Steve Show on MMR. (laughs) So they are
0: headed across the country to the West Coast with stops along the way and missions this morning to execute live on our program. Casey and company already went to my high school. And managed to return uh, some uh, a musical instrument that I stole there forty years ago. Forty years—that's mission one taken care of, uh, and and they and it was wonderful because my old band teacher was there, which was just totally unexpected. You're about to cry, but now mission number two taking place, and I'm curious as to if they're going to be able to pull it off or not. Casey is in; he's in front of my boyhood home. Casey, oh are you God. there? Oh, we can't hear him. Oh, no. all right, we're going to have to do the backup audio, Casey. Hang on hold a second. On, on. No, my, oh. fault, my fault,
7: my fault, my fault, my fault, my <laughs> fault. Oh,
0: all right, I got you. I got you now. Okay, yes. Casey's in front of my boyhood home. Casey.
7: Yes. Yeah, there it is. right there. Oh. Um, and we've actually have been standing here for a little while. We probably should have parked around the corner.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> I, I thought we were to you guys like right after that the Hayes interview and yeah anyway um we've been standing out here i've actually talked to a couple of your neighbors oh. um okay m- nobody that you know um i met these two old guys i was just you know hoping that perhaps maybe somebody knew the wilson family back in the 80s but, right um yeah. oh, it, it, so this this is gonna go you know really one of two ways <laughs> it, it's either a great home run or these people be like, this lady over here who was so nasty to me. Uh, she was? Dude, I was so nice to her. And I was just like, I just wanted to find out, if, you know, her history, like a little bit. Like yeah. maybe if she knew you growing up and she was not
2: having it. Okay. Oh,
7: my God. See, no, she... she was. What?
2: No, because it could, you know, people are, you got to watch over your shoulder these days. So it's, yeah, it's a know. little difficult to so just stroll into a neighborhood and be like, hey.
7: Yep. Uh, okay. This one's gonna be hard. Yeah, the there, there four of us make no sense. By the way, you got me with with my painted toenails. Seriously, okay. oh, you got him, and then you got our parole officer over here.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's my buddy Steve. All right, should we should we switch over audio? I'm thinking switch okay, see, to the phone. We're breaking up too much, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the the video up, but you're gonna need to talk on the phone. And I've got it, uh, uh, Jackie Bam Bam's phone. If you could grab him, but we want to get the, both the video and the audio. If you can do that, okay. so.
2: I love it. Steve is like he's like when you meet him, he's kind of like I don't know. He's a little quiet but yeah. fun, but like he's up for anything. Like he's yeah. there, like Casey said, dressed like a parole officer, ready to get into your old house.
3: I think if you could have Steve with you, <laughs> since you guys all look like you just came off a breadline, if if you could if you could have no, no, Steve no, no, no. with no. you no. Uh, no. at the door, that might help. All right, Case. Uh,
0: so I, the mission I is for those control. who don't know Casey to get into my old bedroom uh, and and leave a picture of me and a couple of things that I gave him.
7: All right, and I'm going up here solo, right? Like Bam Bam's not coming with me. I,
2: Whatever I you want to do, should. take
7: Steve. Whatever you want to yeah. do. Well, no, I just. Come on, Bam Bam, let's go. Oh, oh no. God, no! Oh, you just ruined it. Yeah, here we go. Casey,
3: <laughs> yes, I have gypsies on my front lawn. <laughs> Casey can't take it. All right,
0: you gonna ring the bell? I'm ringing the doorbell. Okay. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm and so did scared. you bring that old picture of me standing in the driveway?
7: I did. I okay. did. All right, okay. Okay. Right. holding it, hanging then I don't know if anybody's here. There, there were two cars in the driveway. Okay.
0: So. Yeah, maybe they're there. I mean, I mean it's it early. early. It's, well, well, it's look. quarter to eight now, so it's 745 there. are still, they're still pretty friggin' early. Mm-hmm. I know, I know.
7: So okay. I rang the doorbell, but I don't know if it works. So do I, do I give it a little little knock? I'd give it about 10 yeah. well, seconds yeah, and, then,
3: and then give it a knock. And then start checking windows. They might uh, be
6: upstairs <laughs> sleeping. I mean, the cops haven't shown up yet, so we're no. feeling good.
3: Yeah.
2: If um, someone knocked at my door at eight fifty in the morning, it's never good. Get out of here! Get away from me! And if
4: one of them looked like Jackie Banham,
2: nine one one immediately.
4: All right, Casey. What the
2: d- man's <laughs> <experience>. <laughs> All
0: right, Casey. You gonna try knocking?
13: Yeah, I'll give it. A- <clears throat> I think oh
0: the, I think this is what? the the toughest one. I don't think it's gonna. It's uh, yeah. ba- I don't think it's gonna bear any fruit. Dirty camera.
7: I'm just waving. Oh.
2: Hello. Okay. Um. Yeah, security camera. I'd look at the camera, and I probably wouldn't even go downstairs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, me,
7: so if I'm on camera, question. How am
10: I going to ditch this weed? What's that? So if I'm on the security camera,
0: how am I going to ditch this weed,
7: bro?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> What is that? Just, you just need to crumble it in the yard. That's all I want you to do. Okay. All right. Oh, well,
2: now they said That's that it. on camera. Yeah. They're not answering. <laughs>
3: man
7: it doesn't look like uh anyone's home oh, did you see there's two cars in the in the, in the in the driveway two cars in the driveway but like i said they got me standing here looking you know pretty fairly normal minus the, the painted toenails uh and then bam bam here you know so. right
3: should it looks like
0: share should
2: we send steve yeah. up
0: and steve and kyle are the the backups <laughs> off camera
3: so is the door unlocked do <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Case, look for uh, large rocks where they're like people put their keys in them. <laughs>
2: Check under the mat. Check under the mat. <laughs>
3: um the numbers on the side of the
0: house they are still the same ones. I, I totally oh, recognize. So, yeah, and that was from, we had this house built in 1980. How long you know, did you live there? Uh, I lived there till, well, I, I moved away for a couple of years and then came back. So, but I, I moved away in 1996. Okay. So,
2: is it the same color or no? That's
0: different. No, no, it was a different color. Ours was uh, like crap brown. <laughs> it was garbage. Casey,
3: the neighbors, so besides the one neighbor who is real nasty,
7: are the, the other neighbors okay? Well, hang on a second. We're going to go have to talk to Steve real quick because Nasty Neighbor came over and talked to him. Oh. How is Nancy- nice?
13: Oh, she was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? State my business and uh, I've outworn my welcome.
0: State your business and you've outworn your welcome.
13: Yeah. Wow. And she wanted to know if I, uh, when I was contracted to be there. Well, yeah, yeah you were. We're just yeah. not paying you. We're not contract. paying you. Yeah, 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 yeah. is
2: she the next door neighbor to where we're trying to get in? I-
7: <laughs> and m- mind you, we're not in front of her house. We're yeah. not knocking her house. Well say so
3: you got, I would appreciate
4: a neighborhood watch.
7: Yeah.
4: Uh, w- with a banshee like that yeah. on the patrol. But I think we're about thirty seconds away from her calling the cops. Yeah. So, not unless yeah. you go
3: tell her that you are scouts for the bachelorette.
9: <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah, oh you, might wanna, you
3: might want to
0: you might want to get rid of the weed now. Yeah. You might want to do that now. I did. Oh, you did? Oh thank you. There you <laughs> go. By Yay. the way, Casey, look at look at the house across the street. See the house across the street? Yeah, I met those neighbors. I met the Moffats earlier. It was super oh. super Okay. Yeah. So, you see they have uh they should have little uh, uh uh lights on the side of their garage there by the garage doors. Yeah. I shot those out with my BB guns.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Oh my you were the worst. I know.
0: <laughs> And, li- and, and like, you know, I thought they'd never know.
2: Oh, yeah. The kid who's
0: always running around in the yard with the BB gun.
2: They'll never know. I got in
0: so much trouble for that. My dad nearly oh, killed me. God. How old were you when you did that? I was probably 13 or something like that.
2: Wait, so who did you live in this house with?
0: Tell hey, tell Steve it was me and Dave Court that did it. <laughs> Steve will get a kick out of that. Dave Court? No, he says shocking.
2: Press, yeah. <laughs> who did you live in this house with?
0: Uh... My family. My mom dad, and dad and sister. Who's your mom dad?
2: Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure if they, if they were divorced yet. No, no. Okay. Yeah,
0: mom and dad and sister, and uh, my sister was a partier. She had, you know, freaky people over all the time.
3: Yeah. Um. So, mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you want, how do you want to proceed here? Uh, because I, I don't think, it doesn't look like you're going to gain access to no. anything. Pa- I mean, besides, as I said, for checking for open windows, but you can't do that, obviously. That's, a, that, that, yeah. that's when it's an actual felon. Uh, yeah. Felony. So, um... Well, we can chalk this one up to a uh It's still we got no to dice. see your house yeah. and yep. got to meet that super swell neighbor. Yeah. He's
10: super swell. So smart. we're gonna we're gonna boogie because Kyle's getting a little bit bugged out. We're not gonna we what are we gonna get arrested for? Being awesome? Yeah. yeah you
3: know? Right. And Kyle
10: was
9: in the military.
10: Yeah. Yeah, that
0: or the weed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there might be remnants left. I right, I figured this one was a super duper long shot, oh, so bummer. we're gonna, we're gonna have you guys get out of there. But we have we have two more missions for them. Uh, Absolutely, before the show is up, get the contact information for that nasty neighbor. Uh, the, the next thing that Casey will have to do, and this will be real easy. There's really no skill to it whatsoever. But uh, where I went to broadcasting school, the Broadcast yeah. Center. Um, before it was the broadcast center it was actually the radio station I used to work at q104 so then after q104 went under or moved to another location they moved the broadcast center to there so two important things in this one location in one
3: spot is there something to be left there, what, do there you is like cocaine to be left. there no we're not okay. leaving any cocaine. <laughs>
9: Jeez, I never
3: did. Okay, I just didn't know what you were leaving. You had pot at your house, and no, we
0: have uh, we have uh, my unit one broadcast center cassette tape, ah, and also an old uh, Q one hundred four bumper sticker. Okay, so we're going to leave those at that
7: location. All right,
3: so maybe proceed. Then, are we commissioning them now at this point to proceed to that? I I think so, I think stop.
7: Yeah, we're going to go to Duncan first, and
3: then we'll hit hit it. All right, and then do you want to relay what? we're hoping to wrap up with? Sure, but by the end of the show, we're
0: hoping to send Casey to the very top of the Gateway Arch this morning. Yes! Uh, so he can get up there and and be a part of that uh, that well-known uh, monument.
4: By the way, um, we've gotten some questions from listeners. We are streaming all of this live, so if you want to go to our YouTube channel, you can see Casey's uh, Big Adventure, and um, uh, we're catch- capturing all these moments while they're out on the road. Yep, but that
0: was my house in the background right there, right behind Casey, and that's where I, I did a lot
3: of growing up. Apparently, you got out just in time because you probably just, just as that, uh, that nasty neighbor was moving in, you had left. Well, where she lived, that ex- no, was an accident.
0: I okay. shot the car with the BB gun. <laughs> no wonder she's hand. pissed off. Put a hole in the fender. Are you
9: talking to that son of a bitch?
0: I got in a lot of trouble for yeah. that one, too. All right. Uh, anyhow, we'll see you guys at the next stop case. We'll check in with you, okay?
10: Press, press can you hear me real quick?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're jumping in separate cars.
10: So to make a long story short, if you lived here now, it's kind of like Stacy's mom. It was like a, a milk. She's super hot. Now we could say it. we're in the car. She's walking her dog. It looked like an MTV old video. Super hot. I'm like, Chase, keep walking, keep walking. And she totally blew him off. Was and that then your friend Steve... Uh, she's watering the lawn out here with a her little dog in these like little short shorts. So in my wait, will. in my old house.
0: Yes, your neighbor. Oh, your neighbor. neighbor was that the was that the mean one that
10: Casey was talking yes, about. Yes, that's what he's talking about. But here's the thing: your your friend Steve is. She oh, we lost it. knocking on the front door, and she goes, "Can I see your ID and all?" And your friend Steve shaking his head like, "We better go now." She goes inside, and maybe she's calling the cops. I don't know, but that's what I that case is like. We got a roll. All like, right. Super high. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, she's in, I, was been, I was in the water in the lawn with a hose and her little dog. I'm like, "Casey, walk go say hi to her." And she totally blow him off. but he's crossed. I was envisioning this like battle axe, I mean, right? Too. Yeah.
2: I like an old hag yeah. She's like Stacy's
10: mom like, I'm- I'm like, "Case, you want me to go eat? But she was real meany, but super hot. It was like, um, what was it, Rod Stewart's wife and that oh, in that station? Oh, Rachel house, Hunter. Rachel stuff. Hunter. Yeah. 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 She's just like that, man. I'm like, oh, let me talk to Preston. Preston uh, all right. Well, he's thanks. for going past times at Richmond High. You
3: know? <laughs> Thank, thanks for that extra information there, Jackie. And, we never would have thought that. And she was wearing
10: hot little short shorts, you said? In a jumper, <laughs> uh, something like Romano would wear. A little short with her little dog. <laughs> and
0: I'm like, yeah! Damn. Oh, damn the luck. All right. Well, thank you, Jackie. Okay, right. we're rolling now. All right. Okay. We'll check in with you guys in a few. It continues. The men, the guys, they are on their mission. Next one is to stop by my old radio station in uh, the broadcasting school where you've heard the I am feeling good and I hope yes, you are too. Yeah. That's why I recorded that stuff. Uh, as I well. am feeling good, and I hope you are too. And the need to eat pizza and all that—that that was recorded in the broadcast.
3: We'll have to find out what their. Le- I know Casey's—they're competent, but I mean, if you were to, you could even say you could stream right now, we're actually on the air in Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, just just as, 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 as you know, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the game is. Yeah, and I I have a feeling that that
0: the people were home, they just weren't answering the door. Uh-huh. I think they looked on the security. And yes, they were like, there's,
3: there's gypsies out in front of our home. <laughs> I
9: think
2: they want to abduct us. I do it all the time. Yeah. I look at the just ring ignore. camera. Not, yeah. if, if it is somebody that I don't know, and they were dressed like that, like civilians, and no, nope, sorry. All right. Go somewhere else. Fair you should enough.
3: add Steve lead and, and, and offer <laughs> yeah. aluminum siding. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, well, listen, we'll take a break. We'll check with those guys when we return. We're also going to have comedian Doogie Horner here in the studio, so stay put. We'll be back shortly
8: let's win some money 933 wmmR presents you your shot to win one thousand dollars cash Starting Monday at 8 a.m., 10 and noon, then 3 and 5 p.m., listen for the Yoohoo Loot Sounder and get the keyword. Text it to 45911 or enter it on our website or the new MMR app. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. We're putting a grand in your hand with MMR's Yoohoo Loot. Sponsored by Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Book online at horizoneasybook.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: Next guest is going to be at Helium uh, Comedy Club. Not until Wednesday, September 28th, but you want to get your tickets because he's going to be recording uh, his next <clears throat> comedy album. And you may have seen him in a comedy club around here, or maybe you've seen him. On America's Got Talent. But we are uh, happy to welcome back to our studio,
14: Doogie Horner. Hey. Thank you. you. Nice to be here. It's great to be here. And I have to say, Kathy, I love hearing you talk about traffic. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I could fall asleep to that. It's like this rhythmic. ASMR? Chanting (laughs) type, you know. It's this rhythm. It's... um, I find it very relaxing. Yeah,
2: it's funny so, when I record commercials with our um, imaging guy. Like he tells me, "Get out of traffic mode because it's very like you know just one tone." <laughs> <Yeah>.
14: <laughs>
2: that is true.
14: Wow, that is the pattern. Seeing you do it live is just, folks. I wish you could be here. Wow. Is it? Is it nostalgic for you because you're from the area? Yeah, right? yeah. Hear all the
3: streets and yeah. stuff like that.
14: It's like, it's like if I lived at the beach hearing the sound of the surf again. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, ah, the rhythm of life. Yeah. <laughs> but you, uh, you grew up in Bethlehem? Yeah, I'm from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And okay. then I went to college here in Philly at art school. I went to Bethlehem a couple of weeks ago. Oh, how was It was uh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, my hometown. So, did Keep you? Reminds.
0: I went there. I went there because uh, so my family and I, uh, as a family thing, we do escape rooms. It's just our little family activity. <clears throat> the thing about escape rooms is once you do them, you can't do them again. Oh yeah. So we've done all the ones around here. So we're having to branch out a little bit. So we went out to Bethlehem and went to one. And I, I haven't really spent much time in Bethlehem, but it's uh, it's definitely. Out in the, the the nether regions, if you will.
14: Bethlehem's kind of an escape room in itself. I have a, a lot of friends from high school that are still working on yeah. trying to, try to escape. Yeah, like I'm, out. Out. Yeah. I'm almost. I'm in Allentown. I'm close. Very I'm close. close. Out. i out. Just have to figure out this
3: one code.
6: <laughs> Did you grow up going to Music Fest? Yep. That was like okay, the thing yeah. every year, right? Yeah. Huge.
14: That's still huge. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We Uh. always, if you go to Music Fest every year, what you get into are, like, the smaller groups, like the Red Elvises. Oh, okay. Like, the free bands. You don't go to, like, George Clinton or Snoop Dogg or whatever. It's, like, there's little local bands every year that are always free in some small tent, but they just rock. Like, the Red Elvises... They were there every year. They rock. So, uh. th- so that's the story.
3: Is are those those more um, esoteric bands?
14: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh. the smaller ones that like cool. what local people know about. So uh-huh.
3: so yeah, I love I love Music Fest though. Do you yeah, have you gone back to it since
0: you've uh, left the area, moved to New York? Have you ever get back to Music Fest?
14: Yeah, I hate to sound like an old timer, but it's it's getting more crowded every year, and it's kind of I don't think it's as fun. I don't like it as much as I used to because okay. it's so crowded, but. I'm probably just an old time. <laughs> well, and you you just did the an
3: old man. And- <laughs> you did the classic thing. So during, if I understand correctly,
14: during um, the COVID, you you moved out. You were in New York. Were you in Queens, or where were you? Yeah, we were in Queens. We were right by aptly named Corona Park, <laughs> which was the first big hot spot. And when the oh. pandemic, or when it, when it hit, we were like, let's get out of here. Yeah, partially because we we had a. Um, a four-year-old, and I was like, I I don't want to be in a two-bedroom apartment with a four-year-old. So we um, moved out to the woods with some family. We were out in the Berkshires for like a year and a half. And then we ended up in Alfred, New York, uh, which is a super tiny town in, in western New York now. Oh. We
3: were talking before you came on, and a lot of people, again, if you say you're from New York, people automatically assume you're from Manhattan, yep. and, yep. and uh, there is a enormous state that just totally gets overlooked. There's a whole state around yeah. that city. Yep. So where you are, you, you like the, uh, obviously, having your different experiences. Do you like a little bit more
14: rural? Do you like a little bit more small-town Mayberry-ish? It's a big adjustment. I mean, like, New York City has more people named Alfred than Alfred has people. <laughs> and it's a, I'm not even joking. I looked it up. We have 5,000 people. <laughs>
3: uh, more people named Alfred than Alfred has people.
14: Yeah, wow. I, I lived in a,
0: I lived in a town about 5,000 early on in my career. That was a small town.
14: Yeah. And I, I remember
0: how interesting that was.
14: Everybody knows each other. Totally. My yeah. first day there, I was walking the dog, and some lady goes, oh, you must be the comedian. <laughs> So in in that
3: sense, it's like we just we had our our, uh, producer Casey was encountering Preston's old neighborhood, and 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 so one of the uh, the neighbors was doing the neighborhood watch thing, you know, whatever. Uh, Do you feel comforted by um, everyone aware of you, or is that too Stepford like?
14: I like it. Yeah. I mean, I was in I was coming from Manhattan, from Queens and stuff, where. You see a million people every day, yeah. and people just look right through you. You're yep. invisible. Yep. And I was kind of used to that. Even when I come back to Philly here, you're not invisible. It's not the same as New York City. I think you're
3: right. And mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people there there is there is a difference in Preston. You know, from St. Louis, there, there is a there is a um, a small town feel to the city, which yeah. I think is it is. The, one of the great things about it that's why it's great that it's it's opened back up again and you're feeling that again mm-hmm. um so so the the special um or which you're going to be recording uh, dad max Yep, right? dad max great <laughs> impression you pointed out the, uh, the, the 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 cover art mm-hmm. um uh, that you have a bat with uh, nails in it uh-huh. and it's obviously a riff on mad max right yeah. uh how did you come by this uh
14: <laughs> this <The> bat <laughs> oh, yeah i want to know where you got that bat I just went to my friend's house, so I call it Dad Max because that's how I felt over the pandemic. Like, over the pandemic, everything shut down, we're like, it's the apocalypse, it's like Mad Max, but it wasn't, it was like a boring apocalypse, you know, it wasn't (laughs) like, give me the gasoline, it was like, I'm going to Walmart to get some Legos, (laughs) hopefully they have toilet paper, I'll see you later. (laughs) Um, So anyways, I shot this over at my friend's house because I was like, your daughter has a power wheels, right? Can I sit on the power wheel? And um, he goes, yeah, I also have this bat full of nails. I said, what? Why? Yeah. And you have a dog, like, I think he had... Did he have, like,
3: a dingo in the in the movie? Is that what he had with him? I, I don't he, remember.
14: He had a dingo. My dog is a Coton de Tullier, uh which is a <laughs> hypoallergenic French breed because uh-huh. I am allergic, so it's a little different than Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max uh-huh. never had, like, a respirator. An
3: inhaler, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but the picture looks great. It's great. So, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and so you cover your... Well, you know, so you're, you're, you're an author. You're an illustrator. Mm-hmm. You have all these things... That, that I would think actually not being able to go out
14: and about or restrict it a little bit would actually feed into. Honestly, I, I love the pandemic. <laughs> I, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like Corona. I kind of liked it. Um, I mean, I got to hang out with my son, and yeah. we drew a lot of comic books together. And um, Is he artistically inclined? He is. Over yeah. the pandemic, we hung out and we drew, like, tons of comic books together. Um but I don't know if you know how kids are like they get into something and then they get out of it. Right after the pandemic stopped and he could hang out with friends again, he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm done drawing comic books."
3: Yeah, the, 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 there's a, a tremendous amount of stuff that you've you're involved in. I mean, you have you know when we were here last time, you were working on the Die Hard uh, coloring book, mm-hmm. which is and you've done all sorts of illustrations. I was telling Preston. Um, and I didn't realize this, the Mrs. Peregrine's peculiar children series, you've done illustrations for that?
14: Yeah, I designed the the covers for the first three books and I I did a bunch of the stuff on the insides too. Wow. Yeah.
0: How long ago was that? When when did that come out?
14: That was a while ago now, yeah. maybe
0: eight years ago, ten years ago. And then how how know. did that come about? How did you get that assigned that? Did you get that job? Did you just submit? Were there were they taking submissions or
14: Well, no, so I went to art school here in Philadelphia and I always wanted to work in publishing. And so I got a job at Quirk Books, which is a small publisher here in Philadelphia. And I was the art director there for many years. And, and they published Miss Peregrine. It's impressive. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and William Shakespeare's Star Wars and wow. other wow. great works of literature. <laughs> <laughs>
4: the, the Die Hard book is a really interesting story because, you know, you had been working on it for a while. And then it, it found an audience and it found, like, a, a, a really successful vein. Do you know how, like, all of a sudden it's, it became its own little hit. Do you know how mm-hmm. it, like, it worked its way into people's homes
14: like it did? I have how it worked into their homes yeah. and their hearts.
3: Uh.
14: <laughs> it's more than just homes. That's yeah. right. Um, no, a lot of these books, like Pride and Predation Zombies was like that. Miss Peregrine was like that. People just find them and they like them. Like No amount of marketing you do can make a book a hit. Well, it's just, in, it's in, it's like its own niche, and yet, it, to,
3: like, I I see something like that, oh, I want that, I want to look at that. And, uh, it, you know, for a while there, though, um, the adult coloring book phenomenon mm-hmm. a- a really caught a head of steam. Yeah. And um, I, I got some, you know, for, for the holidays from, from my wife a couple of years ago. Uh, but, you, so you've done Die Hard, Die Hard Christmas. Home Alone, hard. <laughs>
14: yeah, uh, and I love the tag, which is "Yippee Kaye, you filthy animals." <laughs> Those two movies are very similar, and I just combined them, and they they combine pretty seamlessly. Actually, what, what is the most obvious of the two? I, I uh, you know, the c- connection between the two. They're about a lone Irishman trying to get his family back.
3: Yeah, yeah. True. Have you ever seen Stallone alone? The uh, the deep fakes? It, the deep fakes? No. It's oh, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> yeah. deep faked onto Macaulay Culkin's face. <laughs> it's effing hilarious. Wow. See if you guys can, can pull that up on, on the screen. But it's, it's uh it's, you do the Doug Loves movies a lot, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're you're a, a movie geek as well.
14: Yeah, I got to meet Macaulay Culkin one time. I was performing in Wisconsin, and he came up to me after a show, and he was like, great show, man. I was like, hey, thanks.
2: Hey, you're Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs>
14: I
0: think let's see let's see if we have this is this is this a... uh I don't know yeah that's yes. Stallone's face wow. one on Macaulay McConaughey
14: oh. you can barely tell <laughs> it
0: is <laughs> it's the best it gets me every time I like the Uncle Buck one uh, yeah, he's talking yeah. Uncle Buck is one of my favorites yeah um oh my God now I can't unsee
14: that You <laughs> can't see wow. that Chill hey, so
0: you guys you you'd mentioned your four year old um mm-hmm. you got another one on the way like soon right.
14: Yeah, so I recorded my last album here in Philadelphia before my first son was born. And we just found out we're going to be having another one in October. So I was like, I got to record another album <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every time. Circle yeah. Life.
3: No, we, yeah. we, we love it. Uh, so so when you work on, um, when you're working on material, comedy material, do you approach it in a vaguely similar way to
14: how you compose a picture? Or, I mean, are you very systematic? or Yeah, it's kind of similar. You just... Yeah. You're, you're starting with a blank page in both cases, and you just kind of figure out, all right, what do I want to draw or what do I want to talk about? Right, right. But the, the big difference with stand-up is that you can kind of test stuff out. You know, you test it out in front of an audience, and you see what they think of it. When you're making a book, though, it's a lot harder. You're just bouncing it off your editor or your agent or whatever. And so you put the book out, and I mean, way more people... Well, I don't, actually I don't know about that. But like tons of people have read my books. But a lot of times you don't hear from them. When you do comedy, even if it's there's only like 10 people there, you know they heard you. You can see their reaction. Mm-hmm. So it's a very different feeling. It's a different process. thing. But yet
3: you're obviously good at both. I mean, you you do you have a do you have a, a deal with Simon and Schuster or you, you you the the book it was a um
14: god, uh this might hurt a bit. This Might Hurt a Bit was with Simon and & Schuster. And actually what I'm working on right now is I just finished drawing uh, a kid's graphic novel called The Adventures of Invisible Boy. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be out next year. And that's with Putnam, which is a penguin imprint. And I'm going to be doing three of those. With all these so that's things... that's what I'm working on now. If you look at like the Umbrella Academy and you look at all these graphic... Oh, I love no- Umbrella Academy. Right.
3: So it gets ported over from a graphic novel. A- and uh, um, I mean, do you uh, has anybody approached you? Because you've done a... a- a ton of stuff. I mean, is this a potential as well, the uh, the invisible
14: property? Yeah, people are th- – we're, we're talking with people about that. I mean, I've talked to a lot of Hollywood people before about books and stuff, and that stuff is – you never know. They're always like, we love it. It's ah, great. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. <laughs> you're great. We're doing it. It's happening. And the next day, you're like, did it – hello? Are you guys – didn't happen oh so close but we love you you're great you're fantastic we're doing it are you we're not gonna do it but (laughs) we love you it's good (laughs) don't take this as a slight
3: you're still awesome
0: Yeah, you can
14: never tell how close stuff is
3: dude uh... it's crazy I mean they
0: they will make entire films and then they just go nowhere Mm -hmm. or pilots of TV shows and they just go absolutely nowhere look what they did with Batgirl
3: yeah I mean they made a 90 million dollar movie Yep. They are not going to release it. Scram. They're not even going to put it to streaming. They're they're totally happy to take the insurance loss on it with I mean and you had a movie that has Michael Keaton returning as Batman in it. Michael
14: uh, Keaton was in it? Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Now I'm mad. Yeah, <laughs> Just <right>? release his <laughs> clips. Just his parts. <laughs> just his <laughs> clips. Yeah. Just his part. You wrote a book that I, and I didn't realize you'd done this, and and correct me if I'm wrong, everything explained through flow charts.
14: That was my first book, yeah.
3: Uh, so you're obviously, you. do you, you love Insignifica and, and stuff like this? Details. Uh, and, and, and just random data, like yes. I, I used to get the Guinness Book of World Records and yes. all that? Yes. Um, so th- how long did it take to put something like that together? Because it looks like something I want to I
14: get. The flowchart book took forever. Um, it started when I started doing stand-up comedy because I noticed most people's jokes were kind of about similar subjects like relationships or embarrassing moments or things like that. And so I, my first chart was the universal comedy flowchart, which covered every common subject about jokes. I love stuff like that. And then I did one about heavy metal band names and then, and then they just kept coming.
3: And how many how many charts? I mean, that's a that's a lot of meticulous
14: work. It was a lot. <laughs> I almost went insane. I stopped after I did that book. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop. Yeah, <laughs> I'll make a diehard <clears throat> coloring
4: book. It's some, it's something easy. When graphing uh, fellow comedians and, and their material and stuff, did any of it was it funny? Did you enjoy the process? Like, were there were there jokes in there that, that you wish that maybe you had come up with, or was it just something where you're like? Yep, this guy told this joke, and then this lady told this joke that was pretty similar.
14: It was more about yeah, it was more like types of jokes, like genres of jokes, like relationships, and then relationships would split into dating, marriage, and divorce, and then those would each split into you know different types yeah. of things. Do you do you do you put any stock in the in the
3: long held belief that there's basically just three jokes, and that everything comes from those three jokes?
14: <laughs> this is great. This stinks. This is weird. Those yeah, three types? yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, it's basically like you you love this so much, and here's why you hate this so much, and here's why, or I don't understand this. <laughs> this is so weird. Please help me figure this out. Right, okay.
3: right, right. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, to, to me, uh, Preston. If you look at the artwork and stuff on the uh, on the cover of the the book, I mean, I, you, I see RoboCop down there and a few other. So, uh, is, okay.
14: Oh, yeah. I did a chart about. I watch a lot of action movies and I watch a lot of horror movies, and I noticed that the action heroes actually kill more people than the (laughs) horror villains. And so I watched a ton of movies and I counted all the kills and I added it up. And it's true. Heroes kill more people than villains. Who's the killingest hero? I think it was actually Chuck Norris. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I believe. Well, yeah, we had, we had uh, years
0: before uh, when the, the, the Marvel Universe was was starting to really come together. We're watching something. He's going,
14: dude, they're blowing up a lot of buildings there. Yeah. <laughs> there are people in those buildings last time I checked. Absolutely. You're yeah. like, even Indiana Jones, he, like, gets in a mine car and tosses a henchman over the side. That guy's dead. <laughs> yeah. And he's just working. He's just a henchman. That's his day job. He's like, I got to pay the bills. I don't want to do this. I don't want to work inside a volcano. But I have to. Feed yeah. my family. And he's like, no. <laughs>
3: you're right. Somewhere there's a Mrs. Hengeman <laughs> waiting for
14: you. <laughs> right? went to work that
4: morning. Yeah. Yeah. Son you're like, of gonna a get bitch! It's going to be an easy day. Bad luck of the dro- what's your
3: What's your favorite horror movie? Uh, you know, because I know you're a big horror aficionado, as as am I. What What is your favorite horror film at this
14: point in time? I think the best one is Texas Chainsaw. The
3: original Toby uh, Hooper? The original. Yeah, Yeah, because it
14: kind of spans the different genres. It's like it was kind of self-made. He sort of didn't know what he was doing, which makes it seem real. But then he was good enough. There are certain moments that have real skill to them. And so I feel like it's a perfect fusion of the two different kinds of horror movies, which are the low budget and the high budget. It's actually Mm -hmm. a copy of it is... Viewable. If you go to the Museum of
3: Modern Art, I think it's there. They've it's elevated to that status. Wow! Um, because it's it's also the first I can I can remember that did not care that it was broad daylight. In fact, threw you off because it I the first the first brutal act takes place on a beautifully sunny day, mm. and then you're off and running.
0: You guys will hate this, being uh, horror aficionados, but uh, my daughter hates scary movers. I had. Yep. Uh, so now she watches this YouTube series called Kill Count. And it takes every movie and breaks down exactly what happens and shows you all the moments where people are killed. And I'm like, she's, I, I go, why are you watching this? She says... So I know if it's too scary to watch the whole movie, right? and so I'm like, okay, I can't argue with the logic too much on that. So, but but I'm like, I'm you, this has all been ruined for you. She's like, yeah, but now I'll know if I can watch the movie or not.
14: It takes away the tension, which is the difficult yeah. the difficult part. Would you
3: ever Would you ever entertain writing a uh, a horror? I mean, so you're writing books and you're writing all this stuff. Clearly, you have
14: the capability writing a horror screenplay. I wrote a horror novel. So after my first novel was a YA novel that was basically autobiographical about growing up in the countryside of Pennsylvania as a teenager. Right. And then my editor, and my agent were like, all right, what's next? Another heartfelt memoir. And I was like... <laughs> No, it's a horror novel about a baby vampire. Oh. <laughs> and they were both like, pass, hard pass, no. Uh-huh. We love it. It's great. Fantastic. Oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. So I actually, I wrote a whole... Yeah, I wrote a novel about this baby that becomes a vampire and his dad's like... Does it remain a baby? It remains a baby forever. It would have forever. to. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: locked in time.
14: Um, that's wild. And my inspiration was when you have a baby... It kind of feels like a vampire because it's feeding. If you're nursing, yeah, it's living it's off, feeding you. on you. And it, I could see it like draining my wife, sapping <laughs> her energy. She's like, have to eat twice as much. Mm-hmm. And you structure your whole life around it, and you're like the baby, the baby, the baby. It kind of hypnotizes you. Uh, what's your, your title again? Goes to feeding it. I called it baby teeth. <laughs> that's, um, that's good. It's great. But I I showed it to some people, and they were like. Eh, it's fine. You stop and think about the great horror movies where, um,
3: um, let the right one in.
14: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, which is a little girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's near dark, there is a, a boy who is locked, or, or, uh, in, uh, Interview with a Vampire, uh, Kristen Dunst plays a little girl yeah. who's locked, you know, but yet Ooh. they have mature feelings because they're older, but they, 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 they're always perceived as a kid. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's such a freaky cool thing. Um, so with the, with the, uh, with the show and, and, uh, I mean, you're doing like a full hour, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. How long does it take to put something like that together for you?
14: It's weird because my last album was six years ago. Um. So you've recruited some. But I put most of this album together in the last half year. Really? I think just because I knew, oh, I'm going to be recording an album. So I was like, "All right, let's get down to business." Is that how you have to work under under a deadline? Yeah, I feel better because otherwise it's like you write stuff, it comes, it goes. You're just kind of performing, and I don't really think about finalizing stuff until I know, okay, I'm going to be recording another album. Well, your stuff is always hilarious. Yep, yeah, I, I agree.
0: agree. Uh, so the show that uh, that Doogie's going to be uh, recording will be at Helium, <clears throat> and it's going to be on Wednesday, September. 28th. It's an eight o'clock show, and you get the tickets at uh, heliumcomedy.com. Are you just in town to promote that, or are you doing anything else while
14: you're? Yeah, in I'm mostly the just going to promote it, and I'm doing some other shows, and I'm also trying to buy a white suit. Okay. <laughs> a white I suit. used to perform in a white suit, and then it got too dirty because it's a white suit. Do you need a direction like or where to go find a white yes. suit?
0: Okay. All How right. should people reach out to you?
14: Uh, you can message me on Instagram okay. at Doogie Horner. A white suit that so you would like to purchase it in this area. Yeah, I'd like to get a white suit in Philly. And the problem is, it needs to look like it can't look like I don't want it to look like I'm going to the prom. Right. You know, I want to look like John Lennon. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Tough, yes. John tough Lennon, call. Steve
0: Martin. Yeah. Okay. Right. So gotcha. It needs to
14: be like fit. I don't want it to be like I went to the suit corner to try to get one, and they gave me like a six button suit. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> I don't know about this. And they go, oh. This is a high fashion suit. This is what Steve Harvey wears. <laughs> yeah, it might not be right for me. I'm just, <laughs> not going to host Family Feud. Uh. You're, you're, you're tired of being compared to Steve Harvey. Uh, every day. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Suit
2: supply in the King of Prussia Mall. I like them. Suit, Suit supply,
14: supply. Yeah, King All of Prussia right. Mall, and they'll All they'll
2: right. cut like you could probably if you need it for this weekend. Like you can get it in the store. I don't know if they have white, but uh-huh. you can get it in the store, and then they'll tailor it for you right there.
0: Oh, nice. All right, and if you know another uh, little spot, you can reach out to uh, Doogie, and it's at Doogie Horner. On uh, on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, DM him if you slide into the DM (laughs) with your suit suggestions. (laughs) Uh, It's great to see you, Doogie. Thanks for stopping by, here. We appreciate it. Wednesday, September twenty eighth at Helium Comedy Club. Go see Doogie. Yeah. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll continue the journey across the country with uh, Casey and company and Casey's big adventure. Stay there. We'll be right
9: back.
8: The energy, emotion, and epic concert experience that unfolded in Wembley Stadium earlier this month—with drums like bees. give Will now be transported to the more intimate Kia Forum Arena in Inglewood, California for part two of the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert. The good news WMMR has two great seats for the show to give away. The bad news travel is up to you. So, especially for our California area podcasters and streamers, we encourage you to enter now at WMMR.com. Heck, ping your friends on the West Coast and have them enter too. The contest is open to all, and we just want to review after the show oh, yeah. see the taylor hawkins tribute concert from 93.3 wmmr everything that rocks coast to coast
3: Do you want to mention something steve yeah preston uh the uh, the gang out in uh, st louis just dinged in yes at a dunkin donuts oh. on south kirkwood road okay so you were wondering if there was a duncan in the area there is ah very good and they so, do they are legitimately running on duncan that they are so uh we will
0: check in with the guys again in a moment we've got a couple things we're gonna do before we do that uh real quick I have a butt plug if you do not mind <clears throat> an event that I will be at it is the uh, mother's wish foundation and their second annual 5k run <clears throat> excuse me and one mile walk it is on October 1st we're at that uh we're in the
3: 5k. Season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fast and furiously. Uh,
0: this is to raise awareness for inflammatory bowel disease like Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. My daughter has uh, Crohn's disease, so we're very passionate about this. I will be at the event Saturday, October 1st. Registration is at 8 15, and it's being held at Hebner Park in Worcester, Pennsylvania. And there's raffle baskets, prizes, activities, all kinds of stuff. you go to WMMR.com, click on the community's event page, get signed up. I would love to see you there. Uh, real quick, Anniversary chart per request, if All you don't mind. Not a problem. Uh, it is a 20th anniversary shirt. This is from Mike Hughes. He says, hey, Preston, I'm Mike from Oxford, and my wife Katie and I celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary. She introduced me to you guys a few years ago, and now I listen to your podcast every day out delivering uh, for UPS. Uh, we enjoy talking about what happened on your show, the Inside Jokes. I'm also a huge Fish fan, have oh. been to <laughs> over 100 shows since the 90s. Holy hell. And I love hearing Casey talk about them once in a while. Uh, but my wife and I are especially big fans of Steve's quick wit. I even snuck on her phone and put his Yu hoo and Ha <laughs> huh! as a ringtone uh, and text tone when I call. And I have it on my phone, too, and I get a laugh out of it every time she calls. So if possible, and he's requesting this, if you okay. don't want to do it, it's okay. But he'd like to do a yoohoo hoo Chart, Ha combo <laughs> okay. for my beautiful bride of 20 years. Uh, if that's too much, I'll settle for a traditional chart as well. Thanks. Keep the laughs coming. Uh, you all rock. Mike Hughes.
3: All right. So that wasn't. I have to do that then. Yoohoo, shart, and then hop. This is not an official yoohoo, by the way, which will be coming up in a few minutes. Yes.
9: Yeah!
0: Wait. <laughs> that's it. Wow. He did it. He did it right there. All right, then this one's uh, over. Did you say please? No,
2: he said wait. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: uh, this is an out-of-date chart. Uh, it says my best friend's husband, Bob Wisman, uh, aka my husband number two. Uh, All the work and none of the benefits will be turning 40 on Tuesday, September 13th. They're both dedicated listeners for years. And Cardboard Classic is one of our favorite yearly events. And that's coming back, gang. It sure is. Uh, I know a short-out would make his day, but uh, make it a little squeaker. A big, juicy... I got it. ...will just go to his head. Uh, Thank you for getting us through the work week. Uh, You guys, you all are pretty okay. All right. Much love from V. So here you go. A little squeaker for you, and happy birthday. All right, now... We can do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre.
1: WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File.
0: Yeah. All right, brought to you this morning by Red Robin. You can choose any style Red Robin Tavern double burger with bottomless fries and drink for just $10. Dine-in only at participating locations in PA. Red Robin. Yeah! Thank you. Uh, let's see. A In Israel, a crime ring has been running... A chicken slaughterhouse in the north for the past few years, selling chickens to suppliers and shops throughout the country without government supervision. And they arrested at least six people in connection with the incident.
3: Yes, Agent Simmons with the chicken division.
0: Uh, back in 2013. And he's Jewish. Maybe he absolutely uh, is. He's
3: Israeli. He's a big uh, supporter of uh, both Israel and chickens. Uh, back in 2013, a similar case
0: occurred A uh, Sagalwick Food Industries truck carrying birds designated for slaughter was involved in an accident on a back road. And as a result, the truck flipped over and the cages spilled out onto the road. It was a cluck accident. The the chickens were dispersed everywhere, some of them sustaining injuries. Uh And uh, in addition to the six suspects arrested, police apprehended six more and confiscated nine private vehicles, 11 trucks. And industrial vehicles at half a million shekels in cash as well.
3: If you were one of the chickens injured in that truck accident, give us a call.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they represent chickens everywhere. <laughs> he was born in
3: Israel. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Born in Israel. Wow. Simmons, yeah. All right, here's another the name of his hit, hit album, Born in Israel. <laughs> born in Israel. I was born in Israel.
4: That sounds derivative.
3: All right,
0: uh, here is a another story. This this is interesting because of the person that this is. So it's in Arkansas. A food company executive was arrested on a pair of charges after reportedly biting a man's nose in a parking garage in Fayetteville on Saturday night.
3: So I saw this. Was it bitten off or just simply bloodied? Part,
0: part of it was bitten off. Jeez. A little bit, some of the skin was. Doug Ramsey was arrested on charge of terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. And the interesting part about it is that Ramsey was named the COO of Beyond Meat in December of 2021. So is that meat made from nose? That's what we're wondering. And uh, he apparently, the incident happened at a parking garage near Razorback Stadium following Arkansas's victory over Missouri State. Just after 10 p.m., an officer was dispatched to Gate 15 for a disturbance that had previously occurred in the stadium parking garage. The responding officer found two males with bloody faces at the scene. Uh, The officer spoke with both parties and a witness and determined that Ramsey was allegedly in the traffic lane of the structure attempting to leave when a Subaru inched his way in front of Ramsey's Bronco, making contact with the front passenger's side tire. I'm going to eat this guy's nose. Yeah, (laughs) Ramsey got out of his vehicle. And allegedly punched through the back windshield of the Subaru, oh my God, The owner of the Subaru then got out and started stated that Ramsey pulled him in close and started punching his body. and Ramsey also bit the owner's nose, ripping off the flesh of the tip of his nose. Oh my God! The victim and the witness also reported hearing Ramsey threaten to kill the owner of the Subaru. Occupants of both vehicles got out, and they helped separate the parties. Ramsey was arrested. and Ramsey had been a member of Tyson
3: Foods' poultry business since 1992. By the way, their meatless, uh, whatever their nuggets are made out of, you know what I'm talking about. They're delicious. Uh, And was named
0: president of Global McDonald's Business in 2019. So he's like a bigwig in the food industry. You need
3: to understand the guy gently bumped him. Yeah, and his tie. Yeah, that's Why?
0: I love this story. Uh, Jack Dawson didn't die at the end of the movie Titanic. He swam down to Tampa Bay. That's what you would think walking into the home of this 30-year-old person in Largo who is known only by his username and he's gathered a cult following of nearly 50,000 social media users, mostly through TikTok, as he builds his self-proclaimed world's largest collection of Titanic on VHS. He has over 500 copies in his collection of just Titanic. The movie Titanic on on VHS. VHS. A 1,000 VHSs
6: because it was double.
0: Uh, Where did you see that?
6: When it was a VHS. It was a double VHS. It was a double film. Yeah. They're not counting, is that?
0: So uh, once he collects... No, that would be stupid. Once he collects (laughs) 500 more... Titanic fan 97, who asked to remain anonymous, said that he'll reveal his face to his fans. Right. Uh, He said, I think that mystery is good, and I just love making content and having fun, and I love Titanic on VHS. Well, the VHS format has been dead for nearly 20 years, piling up in thrift stores, but... I could think of no better way to
3: waste my time.
0: Our Titanic (laughs) fan has turned those rejected piles into a scavenger hunt for people around the world as they help build his collection. He receives tapes mailed from as far away as Australia... And he's drained Tampa Bay of all its copies. If you're looking for one, you need to drive at least an hour away.
3: This is, this is, it's not even a good collection. It's just, it's redundant. And Marissa's right, by the way. We're looking at the packaging, it's two VHSs per Uh, box. I love this. I think this is hilarious. Yeah. In
0: 2012, he noticed uh, 12 VHS tapes of Titanic at a Suncoast Hospice resale shop in uh, Clearwater, and that became the start of his collection. He said, I knew it was going to be the start of something magical. And he also has five Jack Dawson dummies around his house, too. Now that I approve of. Most recently, he built a Jack Dawson out of the tapes to mark 500 copies and had Lowe's create uh, paint in the exact shade of blue (laughs) as the VHS cover spine for the door for his home office-turned-Titanic Temple. And followers will also uh, send him obscure gifts, like one fan who put all of his TikToks on a VHS tape But he's got competition. Another TikToker who collects Shrek on VHS Uh is out to foil his plan and collect all of the copies of Titanic on VHS he can find and destroy them. Chew that guy's nose off. So apparently there's a couple of these guys are going at it against each other. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File. It is at 10 Ah! o'clock. Let's do this. Here it is. MMR.
8: now listen up here's your keyword
0: and the keyword is crazy c-r-a-z-y you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it there are three ways to do it thanks to the special contest short code number 45911 you can enter it via the mmr app or at wmmr.com and one random entry wins one thousand dollars in this company-wide contest each winner gets a call from beasley make sure that you answer your phone contest rules are available at wmmr.com And it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So, again, the word is crazy. C-R-A-Z-Y. Good luck to you. And we hope you win $1,000 from MMR. Okay. So, Marissa, what's the latest? What are we doing?
6: You sent them on three missions. They are arriving at their third mission right now.
0: All right. Then we need our official uh, intro so we can get this underway in classic form. And then we will check in with the boys and see how we are doing at that point.
1: Austin and Steve show bring you another check-in on Casey's Big Adventure on MMR.
0: All right, so first up, St. Louis, my old stomping ground. Uh, they went by my high school, my house, and now another school I went to that was also a radio station I worked at. It was the Broadcast Center, but before that it was Q104 radio. I worked there. I went to Broadcast Center when it was a different location. I worked at uh, WKBQ, Q104. Right. That's where Kenny Knight was born. Ah, ah. the meat behind the beat. Correct. And uh, then after I left there, the station moved and um, the broadcast center moved into our old studios and set up shop there. Well, they're since both gone, shut down. They don't exist anymore. I am feeling good and I hope you are too. But the building is still there. So I wanted Casey to leave a memento. And Casey, you are indeed at the location.
7: Yeah, and I got to tell you, man, um, I I didn't know if the show, if if this was going to get, like, better or worse. And I didn't think, I didn't know how it could get any better after we started at Parkway Central and Mr. (laughs) Becker. Like, it was just such a special moment. And then, you know, that lady on your, on Cloverfield (laughs) Drive or whatever. The hot, peachy lady? And, um, And now here we are at the old broadcast center of old, Closed down building, and I'm pretty sure I'm standing in a uh, <laughs> in a uh, heroin den. <gasps> oh
0: my god! Oh my god! There's loads of needles. Are. Those are <laughs> hypodermics. <Holy laughs>
7: what? The? Laying on the no, ground. No, those are pens. Oh those god! Are pens,
2: <laughs> they look but, like hypodermics. Oh, I thought I thought it was. I thought those were needles.
7: Uh, no, those those are pens. But oh, there there is a lighter there. Like so we're 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 at the old broadcast center here, Preston. And yes. let me tell you, it's it is just beautiful here. Uh, <laughs> it's,
0: an it's an abandoned building.
3: Casey, oh, do man. you feel the way people have described when they stand on the beach at Normandy? <laughs>
7: uh, uh, yes. As a matter of fact, like I'm just I, I feel you know, like I was like I was there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like
3: when it all happened.
7: And when well, it all happened, I just feel like it. And I didn't like when we pulled into the park, I'm like, well, where do I start this break? You know, do <laughs> so I started at the front door here where it says uh, entrance for food, pick up and take out. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what this building is. All right. I,
0: I don't know what it is now, but I'll tell you that door that you're at right there. We had a special buzzer in the studio. That's actually the side door. Oh, and that's and so there was a button you would hit, and it would flash a light in the studio. And then we had a buzzer we could hit, and we could let people in. And that's where we would tell, like if you worked late nights, if you wanted to get laid from somebody on the request line, oh you know, come to the side door. Would, they would come in through there. Fast Eddie, our overnight DJ, he got he got laid, and he got so many hummers in that studio. <laughs> I, I can't even begin to tell you so, how many. It was unbelievable. You went there as the broadcast school, and later returned. No, the other way around. I uh, the broadcast school was in a part, of, uh, an area of town called Clayton when I went to school okay. there. Okay. And then later on, I eventually worked at this radio station Q one hundred four. That's where the studios were. Now, once I left, I moved to Philadelphia. I worked here for several years. That radio station went under, or it moved somewhere else. And then the broadcast center moved I got it. So I didn't actually go to school at this place. I worked there. You worked there when it was uh, the... Uh, but yeah. I, I figured I figured items from both parts of my
3: life in, in broadcasting school and in broadcasting would be okay to leave Do there. you want a fun fact here? Sure. I worked at a Q104. Bill Weston worked at a one. Oh, was yeah. The, in fact, the first time I ever met Bill Weston was at Q104 in New York. Wow. I, I guess it's a common configuration. Wow. Uh,
0: hey, so- Press,
7: do you want me to walk through the front plywood doors?
0: Or-
4: <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's absolutely boarded up. Hey, Casey, did you bring that, uh, that cocaine that Steve was suggesting earlier? Yeah, sprinkle that. There's, there's probably some around anyway. Go back to that heroin den.
7: Wow. Jeez. I'm assuming, that you don't want me to drop off any of your here, uh, your old- <laughs> right? Uh, do you want it?
4: Do you want it? Just
0: can Can you see yeah, it leave him there. You can leave them there. I don't care. Leave them there.
13: Oh, are
7: you
0: sure? Well, He's- I'm not doing anything with them, so. All
3: right. Yeah. Well, you know, is it possible to do a quasi time capsule thing and at least bury it? Mm. All right.
7: How about how about I at least a plop, a plop a sticker on here. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, that makes more sense.
7: I don't want to leave the tape here. But where do you want me to pop the sticker? On the heroin me? needles. Uh, yeah. On the heroin needles do you want me to do it on the front door? No, the do, side it, door?
0: do it door it do it on the side door on that on the glass. Where here he got his honeymoon. I mean the is the place is boarded up, so they're not doing anything with it right no. now. So I'd, I'd put it on the glass over there on the side. Right yeah. <laughs> by the way, there was one time somebody scrawled a bomb threat on that front, uh, right by the front door there, uh, with uh, uh, with chalk, and we had to uh, we had to uh, uh, abandon the we had to uh, evacuate the. Well, army. looking
3: like it looks now, that would have been an improvement.
0: Mm, yeah, it's actually not in a super bad area. It abuts up next. Yeah, to No, it's not. It's it's up next to an area in St. Louis called the Hill, and Steve could tell you about that. Who's there? But it's the it's the Italian American area okay. of St. Louis, and all the great Italian restaurants are on the Hill.
3: Were you doing like uh, Italian music? Is that what you were playing? On? No, no, oh. we weren't playing Italian music.
0: <laughs> but at lunch, we would always go over to the Hill and go to Zia's or some uh-huh. uh, some other. Uh, what was the name of that other place, uh, Steve? Pizza Hut? Steve, what were the name of some uh, uh, famous Hill restaurants you remember?
10: Famous <laughs> Hill restaurants.
0: Any any restaurants from the hill? What's that?
12: Jeez, put me on spot. Um, I can't think of them right now.
0: Uh, Zia, Zia's the one we used to go to, but there was one. It wasn't rigatoni's. That would be stupid. <laughs> I don't know rigatoni's, right but it's spelled T O N Y. It was <laughs> right
13: next to us. Spaghetti. Yeah.
7: <laughs> oh, I can't remember the name of the
0: place. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Here,
7: um, Press, I'm I'm getting ready to put it where? I'm yeah. gonna put it here somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Let's go here.
0: There you right go. There. Yep.
7: You know what that, that's a beautiful spot. I helped
0: design that
3: logo. That's kind of that means something. That's cool. That's where you cut your teeth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. yeah
0: that's where I was uh Q one oh four. I would do radio like that. Who I'm
3: anointed sure. you Kenny Knight? Uh oh that was it.
0: that was actually not there. That was in um uh, that was in Jefferson City, Missouri. Okay. That was that was Bobby. That was, uh, that was Big Dog. Okay,
3: oh Big Dog.
0: Yeah, Big Dog. Yeah, see, we can go Kenny. We have to have Kenny before.
7: Uh, but yes, right, so I we're did... gonna, we're gonna hit the road so we can get to the yards before the show's over. Yeah, but let's do that. I right. to tell you guys, we want we want to Duncan. And Jackie Bam Bam, he ordered, he wanted the green machacho. (laughs) Macchiato?
3: (laughs) And he called it machacho? Green machacho. He's like the green thing. Give me a green machacho. Oh, He's, so great. He's, great. He's so lovable. He's great. He's so. He's in the back <laughs> laughing.
0: Case, I, I want to ask you an observation about the area. Have you have you seen any? Uh, I'm, I'm talking to Casey, Jackie. Hang on a second. I'll get back to you. But have you seen any? Out have you seen any Panera's around?
7: Um, have we seen? Yeah, I feel like I've seen some Panera's. Yes.
0: I, I was, was going to ask. This
7: is where it started, right?
0: Yeah, they were originally called the St. Louis Bread Company. I thought they were still called St. Louis Bread Company, oh. and there are no Panera's there. No, they're called Ooh, muchachos. You know
7: what? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll pay closer attention um, the next time we pass something and I'll yeah. see if it says Steve that.
0: Steve said they're called muchachos.
10: Press, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you, looking at the window here in the highway, kinda like our old hood, uh, looking out of Brittany House Square, you can look at the highway while you're broadcasting
3: here. Uh, it's not quite Rittenhouse Square. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, but. but... uh no, I... I no, I don't... You, you, no. From, from the air studio, you didn't have a window out to the uh, main drag? Well, no, look behind Jackie. The windows were up high.
0: Like, okay. You couldn't, uh, you couldn't see anything, so... Oh,
11: on the side here, uh,
0: okay. Yeah, so, sorry. No, we didn't get a great view over there. Well, let's that get that
3: him over, over to the arch and see if we can <laughs> get some...
0: Yeah, that's a great view. That's All right. That's the view that you want to go check out, so... Uh, All right. All right. Are you guys cutting loose from Steve? Is he taking off? He going back to work, or is he going to go yeah. with you to the arch?
7: Yeah, Steve, he's out
0: of here. All right, Devo, I'll call you later on, buddy. All
12: right, I'll get that check from you.
0: All right, you got it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Sorry about the bitchy neighbor back in the old neighborhood. All right. Oh my god! You guys get on your way. All right,
3: later, dudes.
0: Bye, bye. Right, see you, man. All right, so they're on to their next mission, which is to uh, get to the top of the the Gateway Arch. And... Let me repeat again.
3: This was Casey's. This isn't unless you think this is some Preston self serving thing. No, Casey wanted to take a tour of your old stomping grounds, and it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Somebody texted earlier. Uh, is this uh, Casey's big
0: adventure or Preston's big adventure? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Casey wanted to uh, to see the area. I do. I years ago. We wanted the plan where he and I went back there together and went to a baseball game yeah. and kind of showed him around. This We've never been able to coordinate and make that happen. So when this driving trip came up, he's like, I want to stop in St. Louis. Like, we were going to send him to Nashville. We're yes, gonna, we were going to do a completely different yeah. route. But he's like, I want to go through St. Louis. So I'm glad he's there. It's and actually
3: it's- a more linear route, correct, Nick? Uh, they're both fine. Yeah.
0: yeah, But uh, it's um, uh, it's very special, some of the things that uh, he's managed to have happen this morning. So it's really cool. All right. So with all that, we should take a break and come back in a moment because we have Lesson Question Trash and Music News. You have just like a minute or so left to get our word over for you who Loot. And the word is crazy. C-R-A-Z-Y. Uh, so text it to 45911 or go to the MMR app or WMMR.com and enter it. We'll be back in a second. And... Let me give this away, too, because our friends from uh, Insomnia Cookies are here. I got a $25 gift card, and we'll take caller number 19 at 215 263 WMMR for Insomnia Cookies. And every insomniac who shows up at the Insomnia Cookies PJ party tonight dressed in their PJs receive one free classic cookie. Okay. Do it! No purchase necessary. But with that $25, you can get tons of
5: stuff, all right? So give us a call. We'll be back in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Now, back with more of the Preston & Steve Show podcast. As we are getting towards the end of the program, we've still a few more things to get to. Four, that is up,
0: including Tattoos Day, your opportunity to win a Preston & Steve Show-themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Text word tattoo to 39333, and uh, we'll see if you win by the end of the show. And don't forget, they are at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia you want to check out the artwork samples easy floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. All right, we're going to give away as a lesson question prize uh, four-packet tickets for WWE Extreme Rules at the Wells Fargo Center on Saturday, October 8th. And the question, I'm going to give you a gift because sometimes it'll we'll go back to like 6 o'clock hour, 7 o'clock hour. No, how about this one from just a little while ago? What's the name of Gene Simmons' hit solo record? <laughs> Not really. 215-263-WMMR. It was just mentioned a moment ago. What is the name of Gene Simmons' hit solo record? It's not a real record. 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening, you know the answer. You should call now. We'll do the trash while you call. The
9: trash business is
0: a gold
1: mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we got a sponsor or are we good to
0: go? Hang on real quick. Marissa's handling the Casey duties. All right, brought to you by uh, Modia Opioid Use Disorder. If your loved one is living with opioid use disorder, consider a clinical research study. Learn more at Modia, O-U-D, study.com. That's M-O-D-I-A. O U D dot com. Steve, what's going on this morning?
3: Well, a spider seen on Queen Elizabeth's coffin during her funeral on Monday went viral as millions around the world saw the arachnid. According to Scottish law, a spider on a coffin is a sign that the person inside is alive and screaming to get out. <laughs>
9: Dude.
3: <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Justin Trudeau coming under fire for singing karaoke oh. in a London hotel lobby while in town for the Queen's funeral. Trudeau defended himself, saying he sang in tribute to Queen Elizabeth, and that's why he chose What the Fox Day. Oh, man. Hey! <laughs> you remember that song? I do. Uh, and finally, Kim Kardashian has pl- has plunked oh. down $70 million on a sprawling Malibu estate overlo- overlooking the Pacific Ocean. Kim reportedly told the realtor that the greatest decision she ever made was rolling onto her stomach. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> All right,
0: thank you, Steve. We'll see if we can get an answer to the question today, uh, which is, what is the name of Gene Simmons' hit solo record? Not really. 215 263 WMMR. We'll go to Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Awesome, Tom. All right, what is the name of Gene Simmons' hit solo record, please?
5: Was it born in Israel? Yes. You got it,
0: buddy. Hang on a second, Tom, because we are going to give you a four-pack of tickets for WWE Extreme Rules at Wells Fargo Center on Saturday, October 8th. Tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com.
1: Let's get to music news. Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR
4: yeah.
0: All right, music news time. We'll get you some stories, and they are brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Rita's is still open, so stop in today. And enjoy pumpkin perfection as Rita's pumpkin milkshakes and concretes are back. Be cool and get one of these delicious, fantastic, or fall treats only at Rita's. Smashing Pumpkins have announced a three-act rock opera album titled Autumn. It's spelled A-T-U-M, but it's pronounced autumn. It's kind of like Weezer in Seasons, right? That's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it is slated for release on October, or I'm sorry, April of 2023. Autumn, which is billed as the sequel to 1995's Melancholy and and the Infinite Sadness and 2000's uh, Machina Machines of God, uh, will feature 33 tracks. Uh, with Holy e- hell! Yeah, with each track to be uh, revealed chronologically each week on Corgan's podcast, which is called "33" with William Patrick Corgan. So it does sound kind of like Mel- Melancholy was had like 30 tracks. It was yeah, a, it was a yeah. double CD set. Yeah, he, he, he's prolific. Yeah, he writes a lot of stuff. Uh, each. Act of 11 songs will come out every 11 weeks on digital streaming platforms to coincide with the podcast. Act one will drop on November 15th. Act two will be released on January 31st. And act three, along with a special edition box set featuring all 33 album tracks plus 10 additional unreleased songs, will be released on April 21st. And the video for the first single from the collection called Beguiled uh, drops today. Do we Probably know what like. the plot is? No. I've I've really not seen anything
3: outside. The of The only that. thing I saw suggested it's about some kids discovering an underground pirate ship. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Okay.
9: Marissa. Very good.
0: Marissa. All right, with Motley <laughs> Cruz "Well Done, Marissa" stadium she tour, one. she got one. I got one. Uh, with Motley Crue's stadium tour, now part of the history books. Uh, Nikki Six recalled to Entertainment Tonight how hey. How he happy he is, <laughs> me
3: happy, me uh, like rock that music band,
0: good. The band decided me go tie tie. Uh, to sign for the gig. Uh, the massively successful North American run featured co-headliners Def Leppard, along with Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Uh, and apparently, explaining his mindset prior to the tour, he said, "We were friends and we were fine and everything's good. We were just like, no, a tour is a lot of work." Uh, when you see the show out there, you're going to go, wow. I mean, it's years of work putting it together. And then we're like, no, not uh, not eight arenas, eight stadiums. And I was like, well, let me call Tommy. And I was like, hey, dude, they're talking about us touring. And he's like, no, because we wanted to stand by what we said about retiring from the road. And then it was 16 shows. And then 36, uh, which we just entered our 36th stadium uh, and there's, what, another 120 next year and the year after that? So we're grateful we said yes. So it's really, it's taking off like they didn't realize it
3: would. Uh, did anyone for a second believe that was their actual farewell? Uh, I would half believing <laughs> yeah, it, but, you know. Especially now, they'd... I'd say it's probably some of the best times for Al, for bands at that level, yeah. of that time period. Yeah, especially when they package it, when they get together. Yeah.
0: And they do a big tour like this. It's a perfect opportunity for people to get people out. People
3: love it. They make money. It's all yeah. good. Now, just
0: poison coming through town. That's a tough yeah. sell. But yeah. you throw, the, you know, you throw Motley Crue on there, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, boom. You got something. Okay, I got to go see that. Yes. You know? So six went on to say, "We're having a blast. I mean, we're all having a blast. Everyone's just having a good time. It's been, and it's an amazing. It, it's amazing to be 41 years together." I mean, sometimes it's just like, what, stepping into some sacred territory there. So, so they
3: were only it. a band for one year, and then you stole those, mu- the clav- what is it? The The Claves. from yes. your
0: high and, school. And look what happened.
3: Uh, goth metal icons,
0: uh, Tristania, which, by the way, I have to admit, I'm not familiar with. At all. But they've broken up after 26 years. This is <laughs> devastating.
3: I, I I, will admit, I have not heard of Tristan I,
0: I don't know the gothic metal world at all, so I apologize. Are they like the Indigo Girls? If this is your famous band. I'm a favorite band. I'm going to guess they're very similar uh, to Indigo Girls. So there are ladies in the band, it seems sure. like. so. Uh, but the band announced news on social media and statement saying after 26 years on the international metal scene, the members of Tristania, I don't even know if I'm saying that right or not, uh, Sylvania? Have, have this week been taken to have been taken, come to know, have that? this week taken the heavy decision to call oh, it a boy. day. Ooh. They also confirmed that their upcoming schedule decision and tour dates have been canceled. Uh, the statement continued saying, last week uh, came the news about a serious medical situation in near family within the band, no. and uh, which will make it impossible to pursue both short and long-term plans with the band. This came as a shock to us, and we are truly sorry to share this with you. Uh, the statement added, Tristiana is a band that has never made compromises in our art, and it has never been an option for us to present anything not 100% to our fans and followers. Uh, we want to thank everyone uh, that we have worked together with for almost three decades of writing music, recording, releasing, and touring. But especially, we'd like to give an extra heartfelt thank thank you to Continental Concerts, mm. that has stood by us thick and thin throughout a significant part of the band's career. Can you wear your Tristania
3: shirt tomorrow, Kathy? <laughs> well, sure.
6: Yeah. Connor just sent over a clip. If you guys want to hear
3: yeah. it, yeah. Here
0: we go. I went
6: to doctor, <laughs> I went to, I they to
9: do, do sound do do like
0: but more than one I hear a little in, Indigo Girls influence down, there, yes. Me in a line. Okay.
3: <coughs> That's a bad song.
0: Uh, John Bonham's grandson and the son of Jason Bonham, Jaeger Henry Bonham, has just dropped his latest punk flavored single titled Hate Me. It's the
3: grandson.
0: The tattooed rock royal spoke to ultimateguitar.com about the new ex- uh, single explaining. Uh, I was in the studio one night after a long day, and my producer, Omer Bitten... (coughs) It might be biting, I don't know, B Omer, what you biting there? Omer Bitten. Uh, And I started to make a beat with some drums and bass. So it's a bitten beat. Yeah, and all of a sudden, the day had just uh, started uh, turning into lyrics. And Bottom. And then I fell down. Bottom, who only uses his first and middle name for his recording, shed light on why he had cast aside the famous moniker. He said... I was always talked about due to my last name, so I thought why not switch it up a little and just basically took my last name, replaced it with my middle name, and it had a nice ring to it. So I guess he just goes by Jaeger Henry and not Jaeger Henry Bonham. So <clears throat> there are people who do that, you know. Yes, Helena Bonham. Who kind of want to make it on their own steam. Helena Bonham did that? <laughs> oh, okay. She's his sister.
6: Hundred okay. percent over
9: a clip
3: of that band, too. Oh, so, the
9: right. actual How long dude. <laughs> This
3: is, a, this is a style that I think is on the upswing now. It is? Yeah. Okay. It's this, this indigo girl sound that all these legendary bands have adopted. Tristiana? Tristiana, Tristiana and, you know. and John Bonham's yeah. great, great grandchild. <laughs> all
0: right. And then finally, on Wednesday night, tomorrow night, Journey will celebrate the 50th anniversary of recording its classic 1983 ballad, Faithfully. Oh my God. Which will be featured. It will be the featured track... On the Goldbergs. On ABC. Yeah.
3: 50th anniversary. That's insane. Does that not blow your mind?
0: Yeah, that's kind of, that's really scary, actually. I need some more Indigo Girls. I need more Indigo Girls, please.
6: Was cool. well, makes me think I could
0: start. They were in town and we, we they, they didn't want to they didn't want to come they by here.
2: They would not come in studio. They mm-hmm. wouldn't do anything uh, prior to the show. So okay, go after yourself. Wait. <laughs> anyway. I hate when people say no to me. I'm like, ah, well, what we, is oh, oh yeah, we
3: appreciate yeah. that. You're sticking up for the show. Yeah. All right, you flannel wearing bitches, see you <laughs> weekend. <care. laughs> Speaking of Journey. <laughs> in
0: that's, the a, song. that's a
4: band name. Flannel Wearing Bitches. I'll write it down. I'm trying to tell you that we're big fans. <laughs> Maybe that could be like a cover band for the Indigo Girls. Flannel Wearing Bitches. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys play? Mostly oh, Indigo I, Girls.
6: I saw the Indigo Girls on, uh, what was that tour? <laughs> um, Wait. And there was this woman next to us. She was like, does anybody have a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> and someone like offered her Virginia Slim. And she's like, you are on a train called Denial. What? <laughs> and I was 12. A I was 12 train? watching this girl. And that's my memory of Little Festival. <laughs>
0: uh, by the way, uh, Warren... Should be spelled uh, without a G on the end there. Flannel-wearing bitches. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah,
3: absolutely. I wrote it down. Like someone who smokes Virginia Slims would say. (laughs)
0: Apostrophe. To the band list. All right. What was the last one I wrote? Uh, Wait, no, it wasn't that one. Saskatchewan
3: Bible (laughs) Camp. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. We've got some good names now. Because yeah. for a while, you were... I think you lost the list. But now yeah. you're actually holding on to this one. Yeah,
4: you know, oh, I've got it. Uh, it's not the 50th anniversary of Faithfully. It's the 40th. Okay. That, that,
3: makes, the,
0: the, th- th- thank that you. makes more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they got this way wrong. Because that would have been... It would come
4: out when you were... Yeah. how old were it you? It was in the '80s. It was '82. It was '83 is when, Knock it, when off. it came out.
0: So yeah. um, it's.
4: Knock
9: it I off.
0: guess they're a little bit early on separating it or uh, celebrating it. But anyway, uh, Journey keyboardist and the songwriter Jonathan Kane said in a statement, "It's truly an honor for me and my bandmates to have faithfully featured in the season premiere of The Goldbergs. We're big fans of the show, and hope our fans enjoy hearing one of our biggest hits in the episode. And we're looking forward to watching the episode." Uh, Faithfully was, and now this did blow me away, if, if their information is correct about this. It says Faithfully was the second single released from Journey's 1983 Frontiers album, which is fantastic. Uh, the track, it says, narrowly missed the top 10 on Billboard's Hot 100 chart, peaking at number 12.
3: I don't I believe that. I thought that was like
0: a number one song. That sure felt like a number one hit. I mean, it got played like crazy on several different formats of radio at the time. So I'm surprised that it only peaked. At number 12, uh, Jonathan Kane has gone on record saying that he dreamt the melody to the song before he wrote it and came up with it that way. So, interesting stuff. All right. That's it in music news. Okay, so we got word back from the fellas uh, on the road in St. Louis, uh, Casey's Big Adventure. Marissa said that uh, they're, they're at the, uh, the Gateway Arch. Yes. Uh, but in order to go up in it, the earliest they could do it is 1055?
6: I think that was the next tram.
0: Do you think they're? Are they going to do it?
6: I believe. I think they're. They gonna have have to. To. We can hang now. on, right?
0: They have to.
6: Yeah, we and we can yeah. stay on. Yes.
0: Okay. Then that's what we'll do. Yeah. Then let's do
3: it. And then okay. um, at least, at least. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Because it's yes! already it's
0: it's almost ten forty already. By the time we break, play a song, come back, a little bit of time. If we can get live we'll up footage there.
3: from up there, it's a pretty awesome view, is it not? It is, yeah. 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 It's, it's a national park.
0: It is a national park and uh it is it's actually the name of it is the Jefferson Memorial Expans- or the Jefferson Expansion Memorial, I think is the official name of it. So and this is and this is all apropos for their trip because Lewis and Clark's journey to discover the American West started right there. And, and Journey
3: released faithfully in
0: 1983, <gasps> which was one year after I stole the Clave's from my high school. It
3: doesn't get any more... It's like it's an Agatha Christie
0: murder mystery. How about this? Everything's tying up perfectly. So we will take a break. We will come back in a second and we will check in with the fellas. And then we got to send them on their way. They, they got yes. to get uh, to... They're going to Oklahoma City tonight.
5: So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that.
8: Want to see something funny? Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR.
5: Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Killers on 93.3 WMMR,
0: boy. That boy is a P.I.G. pitch. Uh, they are They're going to be in attend- town. I don't know anything. I, I don't know this anything weekend. about concerts. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, hell, no know nothing. I, I'm half deaf. I don't go to concerts anymore. Damn it. And my buttons hurting. When are they When are they here? A week from today. A week from today. Yeah, Thank too. you very much. Yeah. And it's the weekend today, so yes. <laughs> uh, so coming up very, very soon. And they're playing the Wells Fargo Center. Yes, sir. Big room. Get your tickets now. They're
6: a fun band.
0: <laughs> I've not uh, seen them. I hear they're fantastic live. It when was
6: I- about a year ago this week-ish that Pierre and I saw them at the Electric. Factory. They were doing the warm-up for Firefly. Nice. I saw them.
3: Like, that was one of my yeah. favorite concerts ever, seeing yeah. them at the Electric Factory years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Alright, so <clears throat> I have some
0: uh, questions Yep. Uh, because we're going to try to hang on for a few extra minutes. We got word back uh, from Casey's Big Adventure. Uh, they are at their last stop in St. Louis for today. Their mission, they have three different things to do <clears throat> and we want to get or actually four different things to do. And uh, we've gotten two of those things done. We're hoping to get three out of four. And the final is to uh, go to the top of the uh, the Gateway Arch uh, and do it live on our program. So uh, it looks like they're going to be able to do that at 11.05. So it's 15 minutes from now. I think We're going to we call it audible. I think we can hang on. Yeah. I think we can hang and do that. But the question is, should I... Uh, take care of the other things that I need to do first, as far as the letter of the day for the Word of the
3: Week. It's probably a good idea so we can roll into uh, in, in the uh, you know the, the show properly. So Brent, gonna, we're going to Porsches up next.
0: Yeah, we're going to be kind of wrapping up uh, off kilter because I usually do those things right at the very very end. So I'm going to, you know I'm going to well do it. <laughs> let's do the here's first. Let me do our thank yous. All right. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Kevin Hayes of the Flyers for being on this morning. It's cool to talk to him. Flyer season opener is Thursday, October 13th against the Devils. I'd like to thank uh, comedian Doogie Horner. Yeah. And he's recording his next album, uh, Dad Max at Helium Comedy Club. And that's not until the 28th. Uh, But you can go to heliumcomedy.com and get tickets. And I would like to thank our friends at Insomnia Cookies for being here. In fact, I have one final $25 gift card to give away for Insomnia Cookies. And we'll take call number 7 at 215-263-WMMR. And make sure you stop by Insomnia Cookies tonight because you can try their exclusive deluxe filled cookie featuring Sour Patch Kids and a Big Dipper featuring Sour Patch Kids Bits. Oh, my God. Which is available for a limited time only. And they're having this big pajama party thing today. Uh, So if you stop in tonight, starting at 9 o'clock and until they close, wearing your pajamas, get free cookie. No purchase necessary. And you know they close late. They do. So uh, thank you to Insomnia Cookies uh, for being here this morning. And uh, we will also give away our Tattoos Day in a moment or two and make sure that you are set for that. Uh, So before we go into... Let's do the letter of the day, and then we'll find out at the very end what you got going on, Brent. So,
1: here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter O is in Oklahoma City. All right, and that's where the boys are headed to tonight. Uh, so, hang on tight. We have $500 from the Bagster. The yeah, Bagster. The giveaway on Friday, the Bagster, is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. You can go buy it at any home improvement store. Fill it and simply schedule your collection, and then it's gone. Uh, clean it up with the bagster dumpster in a bag. Uh, Tattoos Day, I can give that away. Yes. Uh, I don't know where Casey keeps the little tattoo song, Marissa, but uh, you can look Tat- for it if you like. Tattoo. Tattoo.
3: Tat- <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, we want to congratulate Adam Merrill yeah. of Pemberton, New Jersey. Okay. Adam is our winner for Tattoos Day. Here it comes. And we're gonna set them up with a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tattoos Day on the President's Sea Shows presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. 1729 South Street in Philadelphia for artwork samples. Visit FloatingWorldTattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos, by the way. All right, question, Marissa. Uh, the guys, can we talk to them now as they are waiting uh, to get up and running? Are they on Zoom or phone or what?
6: So they are on Zoom. I'm getting a sign from from Nick. Is it that the connection's bad or they can't get through right now? I... I'm getting nods. Tell. Yeah, I'm right, sorry. Uh, should, we, should we call them, Nick?
0: Let's do that. Let's at least get him on the phone, Let's, so we can find out where they are. Wait, here, Nick's Nick,
6: been in communication with them the whole time, so maybe he can find right. out a little Nick more. Nick Murphy's
0: coming in here now. These
3: are Michael Collins.
0: Yeah, uh, currently
3: underground, right, in a tram, waiting to go up. So they can't. They have no service down there, right? now. No oh. cell phone either. Neither. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the, is that how it works? Or yeah.
0: So you start underneath the the arch. You, you don't. There's not like uh, doors on the side of that. Right. Thing. Right. So there's a uh there's a big huge complex it's a uh um it's a museum and all kinds of stuff un- underground underneath it. <clears throat> so you go down there first and then you get into these trams and then the tram goes up uh the leg one of the legs of the arch and as it goes up it's an interesting tram setup because you know normally if you go in a in, in a tall structure you just take an elevator and it goes straight up. Well, the arch curves as it yes. goes. Yes. And so, if you were to go in an elevator, you would be sideways by the time you got up there. You'd be laying on your side. So you get in these. It looks like um, uh, Kathy. You know those uh, load-in uh, um, uh, clothes Lux? clothes washers that you hate? Oh yeah, yeah, a washing machine. I like those. That's what it looks like. Okay. What you're getting inside. of. <laughs> okay. And so as you go up, it it rocks like a uh, like the the like, the uh, the barrel. Yeah, or, yeah. Or what's the term I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah I guess a barrel. The barrel of yeah, the, barrel with, barrel with the... And uh, and eventually, when you get to the top, you are you are right side up. So, but it does start deep underground. Okay, yeah.
3: so we're looking at a uh, cross section of how it goes. Yes, and it, that's interesting. Obviously, that's the way it has to go. And of course, um, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> it, it, there it's hard to get a signal out of where they are right now. Yeah, because they're underground.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, there's also stairs. You can see in this uh, cross section that there really? are stairs for emergencies. Like you, you would only. Walk down those if there was like a loss of power or something like that. But and you can kind of look out. There's a, there's a little window that you can kind of look in, and see down when you're going up inside of it, which is kind of freaky.
6: Can you see out way up there. of the arch while you're in it, or is it completely
0: at the top? Yeah, yeah. There's windows up there. Okay. Yeah, so, uh,
3: but on on your ride up, no,
0: it's pretty, uh, if you're claustrophobic, you don't want to go
3: in this thing. <laughs> so this is where we're looking. Um, okay, so it's a small, like drum, as you're saying. And yep. everyone goes in and sits, and as it goes up, it it obviously stays level as it's curving around to the top, correct? And in fact,
0: uh, yeah, I have an interesting story. So a guy I went to high school with,
3: Bill Jeffries, uh, he
0: he and, it was my ex, no, maybe he didn't go with my ex-girlfriend, but anyway, uh, he went up in that thing. And uh, thought it'd be a, a good time to do some lines of cocaine. Oh my god! Oh my god! And little did he know that there were uh, cameras in there, and <gasps> uh, because it is a national park. Yeah, it's a, f- a federal, federal crime. crime. Yeah, and and had to to go to jail. Are you oh, kidding? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What an idiot! No, we Dummy. dude, We were all doing <laughs> yeah. drugs at that time. Please, I can't. I can't. You know. I can't fault him for being an idiot because we were around a bunch of idiots. so. Yeah, one of our listeners remembered that story. Oh, we have video. Hang on. We have a Zoom. Hey, guys.
7: Hey, what's going on, buddies?
0: Hey, so where are you guys right now, Case? All
7: right, so we are right now uh, about to get on the elevator. We're uh, tram car eight to take us up to uh, the the, uh, uh, The top of the R to take us uh, to the top of the R. Okay. But as we're waiting in line, we run into Larry <laughs> and Matt from Delco. and Shut
2: up. Up. Stop <laughs> it.
7: <laughs> Matt's in the Air Force, and he's been listening to the show for the longest time. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, how crazy is that? So I'm wearing my Delco shirt. He's like, yo, are you from Delco? And I'm like, yeah, you from Delco? Dude's, oh. from, dude's from Lansdowne.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, that's awesome, guys.
7: That is awesome. Yeah, man. What's going on? How I'm are like, you? We're good.
5: What are you guys doing in St. Louis? We're on a motorcycle trip. Oh.
0: Wow.
11: We've been uh, cutting through a bunch of different states.
0: Are you are you doing a cross country thing like uh Casey
5: and Jackie and the gang?
11: Kinda. We did more like a southern tour. We went down through
5: uh North Carolina, South and uh Virginia and all that, Alabama, Mississippi, where else are Kentucky. Right Kentucky, Arkansas. Jeez, now we're in St. Louis.
3: How many days in are you?
5: This is our sixth day.
3: Okay. Wow. Do you guys, are you on
0: vacation or are you out of work yeah, right we're, now?
5: we're on vacation from our wives.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know they can hear you here, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. And so you guys are familiar with the Preston and Steve show?
11: Yeah, man. I'm um, a union electrician back in Philly. That's,
0: oh, that's awesome. Excellent, man. Very cool. And uh, it's crazy. Case, did they, they were just in line next to you?
7: Yeah, we were going through security at the same time, and uh, and we, we walked through. We we're about to go down the escalator, and Larry was like, "Are you from Delco, man?" Yeah. <laughs> Is he go to yeah. So all right. I'm like, well, all right, "Well, now and so they're letting us on early. We weren't supposed to be able to get on till 10:05 or something like that, uh, but they let us on. Um,
6: you know, a couple of stops early." Five
7: It'll, yeah, I know. It's, yeah. Well, we would be going through like all oh, that whole rigmarole at ten at five, but like it looks like um, it looks like we're about to get on to the elevators and, and hop up to the top of the uh, okay. the arch. Uh, okay. It'd be
3: awesome if we can keep a connection. I'm not I'm not counting on it from right. what you said. The way it's designed, Preston, but at the top at the zenith that you get out of the elevator correct yeah, yep and at that point we should be able to rejoin now the funny thing is that we have a better connection with you in a cement bunker than we did in Preston's old neighborhood yeah <laughs>
7: <laughs> well it took us a little while but we connected to the wi-fi so there's a oh free wifi. excellent oh, all right awesome. so
4: so Casey uh, before you left yesterday Matt Ritter gave you a national parks pass and this is officially a national park right so did you have to use that to get in
7: Yes we did. We used to get and and what what it really got us was like uh, discounted tickets to the to the top of the arse. but still. I didn't realize that this was good for four people. So oh, I'm, I'm sure
3: Matt will cover the difference. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh you guys I I had almost Casey uh I meant to cuz we got a couple of minutes here before you guys head up. I uh was talking to, you know, my buddy Steve who was showing you around and I know you uh were trying to grab some local fare. You had uh chili five-way from uh Steak and Shake last night got some White Castle. Uh, you are going to have emos later on, but did Steve tell you about the Slingers?
7: Yes, as a matter of fact, he did. That's where he wanted to take us there. We just ran out of time this morning. Are you talking about like the breakfast sliders?
0: Yeah, no, they're not sliders, but they're, they're called uh, Slingers. So, uh, but uh, he didn't tell yes. you, he didn't tell you what that is, though, did
7: he? He did not. Oh, no, yeah. What is it?
0: Okay, so it's it's two hamburger, full hamburger patties, cheeseburgers actually on a plate. Um, One side is uh, scrambled eggs. On the other side is um, hash browns. And then that whole thing is smothered in chili, and then you put cheese on top of that.
7: You were just saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) When do you crap dynamite?
7: (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys smash everything with chili around here.
3: (laughs) No, totally. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Um, So, uh, how's Jackie responding? I'm just curious. He's in a national park. This is a legendary monument. Jackie, what is this? How, How are you enjoying all this? Is this blowing you away? I'm taking it all in. It's beautiful. I can't believe
10: we're going to do this. I, I he said tram car. I'm like, "Wait, tram car? Well, yeah, like an
3: elevator. Uh, you know, but it but it's different. It, it, Preston was explaining to us how it moves because you're going up in an arch and it can't stay completely vertical on a regular elevator."
7: So he had no idea that the uh, St. Louis was famous for their arch. Uh he he kept he kept saying arches on the way here like we we're going <laughs> to. <It down. does. laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, and, and by the way, yeah, uh, I got a, I got a text message. I think we're going to do this. I think we're going to award uh, five points for Delaware County oh, yeah. oh. for having representatives in St. Louis while you're there on the trip. So, actually, yeah. So, so we have uh, we have uh, five points added to Delco now to the list. Uh, who lead ninety five to eighty five. So, thought you would find that to be good
3: news, Casey.
7: And she's
3: given I do like speech about what the appearance. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. It's about all the good. history of the arch, yes. By the
0: way, does Jackie have a fear of heights at all, Casey? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm all ready
10: to
7: go. Yeah.
3: Uh, and is Kyle going up with you guys too?
7: Yeah,
3: All right, excellent. And catching it all on video. Jackie, you know, at the top of the arch is where Kevin Dubrow was conceived.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
11: good Steve. I like
3: that. <laughs> From Quiet
0: Riot. He was conceived at the top of the arch. I did not know that. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, So, uh, Case, I assume that little speech means they're about to load you guys in here shortly.
7: Yeah, and I feel like we're looking
0: down
2: here at this locker. Is that on the air? I think he yes, did. did.
0: All right, I think I dumped that. <laughs> Is he drunk? What's
2: happening? All right, Casey.
0: I never got to the CK part of
3: that. No, you never did. Oh.
0: All right, we'll give you We'll give you guys a second. We'll bring it down so you're not talking. We'll okay. talk amongst ourselves, and, right. and uh, that way you don't feel completely awkward. I actually have a shout-out that I could do real quick while we're waiting for them if All they right. want. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it says, hey, good morning, Presbo. Uh, you guys rock. First time, long time since Y100 days. Actually, the DRE days. I uh, got my sister Denise listening, and now she's been a loyal listener for years, too. Anyway, I was wondering if we could get a, a big-time shout-out for our parents, uh, Fred and Jean, who are celebrating their 60th anniversary. Now, that happened on the 15th, so I'm a few days late
3: with this. Oh, they already broke up.
0: Uh, they have been nothing but the best, and we realize how fortunate we are to be celebrating this milestone with them. That's awesome. Their grandkids and the rest of the family love them so much
10: <laughs> and hope
0: you enjoy their special day. He's keeping quiet. Thanks to your crew. That's from Fred Barbera, not related to Gary. So there you go. A shout out to you and the family. What was Jackie going on about, Case?
7: yeah. Casey? Casey.
3: I don't know if he's the volume up. That's
7: right.
3: Okay, they're looking at the. I guess the elevator. Yeah, they're gonna. They're trying to figure out how they get into it. Preston likens it to an upright um, uh, Clothes washing machine. Yep. So, if you've been to a laundromat, yeah.
0: uh, If you've ever sat in the drum of a laundromat, that then that's exactly what it's like getting inside that thing.
7: Okay. All right.
0: All right, are They about ready?
7: Yeah, it looks, there's no pictures while loading.
3: Okay, no, we understand so. that. While loading, okay. Just describe it. While, while shooting right, so the load.
7: Gotta, people gotta get, oh my gosh, if you're like in a little capsule.
3: Yep, yeah, yep, I told you. I
7: had no idea that I, oh, a, oh wow.
3: <laughs> it's small. Yeah, Dude. you're gonna have, you're gonna have Jackie's nose in your <laughs> mouth.
7: <laughs> oh my goodness, I had no idea, Dude.
0: Look at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's tiny. It's like a little pod, is what it's oh like. Oh,
7: I don't
2: know if All I right, do. I that. Get in the middle.
7: All right.
0: Yeah, it's like an escape pod. Oh, All wow. right, so it we got. Is not...
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, they're letting they're letting you uh, film. Ah, I don't No way. No
2: way. Get in there. Get
7: come on, Delco,
9: in.
3: get in.
0: Yeah, come on. <laughs> Are the Delco guys getting in there with your case? I uh, see. This is when we might have a hard time. Oh yeah, they're yeah. all in right
2: there. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, my God.
2: I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe they ran into telco guys. If you have if you have the
0: opportunity to just stream this on our YouTube channel, you need to right now, uh, at any time because we've got visuals of Casey him.
3: And- hey, the fact that they have a Wi Fi, oh, an on premises Wi Fi is the only reason we're
0: seeing this. Yeah, and by the way, l- l- let's not uh forget, as we had pointed out early, like Jack and Kyle or Jackie. Jackie and Kyle are over six feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. They're big
7: guys. Yeah. <laughs> And
0: they're all squeezed in there <laughs> I put me
7: in the middle cuz I'm 5'7. Like dude, this is I mean, I, I don't all of our all of our legs are touching each other. <laughs> this thing is so cramped. I have no idea. Oh my gosh, the door is closing.
3: All right. Yeah, let's see if we lose it.
7: We yep. are oh.
3: going. All
0: right, so There's far no we are
7: back now guys. Yeah. We got a go. little bit of a choppy signal, I but up. it said the train Four minutes to the top. Four minutes? Do we actually get out of this thing?
0: No. Or, yeah, you do. Yes, you eventually no, get out I'm of it. Sure. I didn't know it takes four oh, minutes you know, to go. Yeah. On top. I thought it would be like a two-minute ride. Hey,
3: Preston, is there is there a one of these things out f- for people to check size? Like they do it sometimes in amusement parks yeah. with, with, the, uh, with the chairs? I want to say that there was... Because um, it is
0: really tight. But I don't remember. It uh, looks like they're frozen now. I was wondering if
4: Kyle could come up with a jingle uh, for the arch.
3: <laughs> have it your
4: way. <laughs> no, it'd have to be a McDonald's thing or something. Yeah, because when you were singing the Illinois song yesterday, I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> catching. Illinois, yeah. <laughs>
9: Illinois, uh,
6: yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, we lost them. All right, we did lose But it's them. a good shot. It's completely frozen. It's the way we'll remember them. <laughs>
6: Just freezes. What if it launched
3: out like the Wonka Vader? Oh my God. Imagine you wake up. Look at Jackie looking down at you. That's what you'd look like if you passed out and Jackie resuscitated you. All
0: right, so we got a good three and a half minutes now. They look like me now. Before they make it up to the top. All right, that's cool. I think they'll be
3: able to get out and. My guess is they would have a signal all the way up to the top. Why would you? I don't know. Allow people to have that that access it would be pretty amazing.
0: Maybe they don't want you to do it for whatever reason, security reasons.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Obviously, really they, sure. they, they get obviously in certain cases they don't like you taking pictures that people can glean pictures and then use them for nefarious purposes. But I mean, this is so photographed and so yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not like you would know what to do anyway. So should we just hang tight for I like say hang like two, two more minutes yeah. and, do you want to play t- some audio? Well uh, on on the, the excursion or uh of the excursion. We have we have uh, the Chad Kroger stuff you said you wanted oh, yeah. I was curious about that. Yeah right. Chad Kroger says we've been mispronouncing his name. In times of need and turn to, turn to Nickelback.
0: we turn to Nickelback and Chad Kroger.
3: Uh, so he says
0: we've been pronouncing his name, Chad Kroger, incorrect. Yes. For a long time. All right, here we go. Okay, it's it's
3: Kruger. Don't don't trust the internet. Uh,
0: oh, okay. Wow. Chad Kruger.
3: Chad Kruger.
0: K-R-O-E-G-E-R. Kruger.
3: Like <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Here's... And then he, he kind of explains why he doesn't make a big thing about it.
10: I never get time because it goes, hey, well, here we are with Chad Kroger. Da, 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 da. So how are things going? And by the time it gets, it's so far in by the time I get to say something, I don't actually, because if I just stop and go, actually, it's it's Kroger. I'm going to look like such a, so I just, I'm just like, well, I, whatever, I don't care. That's
0: like Rochelle. Uh, Rochelle gets Rachel. Yeah. All the time. Right. And we just don't even care anymore. Sorry. Right. You know, especially if it's, uh, you're going, you know, uh, they're calling your name for something. You're waiting in line for something, and they say Rachel. So just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chase?
3: I get, I get Rachel.
2: Chase? Did you do? Yeah. yeah. Chase just makes eye contact with me when somebody calls him Chase. Like he doesn't correct them. He <laughs> just looks at me and he's like, mm-hmm, another one.
9: <laughs> I could.
0: See I that. hate
2: people just like you, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even correct those idiots, honey.
0: Um. Uh. Oh, you know what? We missed a piece of audio from the other day since we are uh, stalling. Uh, There was apparently someone farted on uh, Fox NFL Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. um, I didn't hear this. Give a listen. Uh, It's formidable. All right. Uh, This is it. Here we go.
9: Hey, I've got a shot. (laughs) Hey, I've got a shot. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Because, yeah, I know we have. I heard it. It has to be something (laughs) else. It, it there's
6: has like, There's like five dudes on TV Big, with all live mics. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. there's like dance.
3: meat-eating dudes. Yeah. Here
6: yeah. we go. Okay. <laughs> hey, I've got a shot.
9: Yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah, <I'm... laughs>
0: that sounds like gas to me. <laughs> it sure does. I think there, was one,
4: there was one last night, too. Somebody tweeted at us about it this morning. Uh, Barstool put it up, but some. Somebody in the Bills-Titans game also farted last night. Oh, and the Archbishop of Canterbury did as well.
9: <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Archbishop of Canterbury yeah, farted?
0: Yeah, during the uh, the, the eulogy. Uh, the Queen's eulogy. I did yeah. not know that. Dude, should we listen to that
3: audio? Yeah, I got
0: it. Ready? All right, hang
6: on. Oh. oh, wait, no, you you were in the center. We can oh, hit okay. play now. All
12: right. Her late majesty famously declared on a 21st birthday ballpark that her whole life would be dedicated to serving the nation and commonwealth. Rarely has such a promise been so well
0: kept. I thought I heard something there. Few leaders
12: receive the outpouring of love that we
3: have seen. Did you watch any of this yesterday, by the way? I did not. Yeah. Did you? I did. And it was it was uh, it was amazing, honestly, uh, yeah. and to see them pulling out all the proverbial stops. And then they they I mean, don't end to show on a downer, but it was actually kind of sweet because so many people who didn't realize they'd be as emotional. There's a little montage of people uh, responding to seeing the Queen's uh, coffin pass by. Okay, do we have that? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's right after Chad Crooks. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Hold on, I hear audio.
0: Huh? Huh? That was them because uh, I. I- Hey, Case, can you hear me? Yes. Hey, oh, yeah, I can hear you. Hey, hey. Right, you guys just got out of the tram. Hi. We we lost you the whole way up. Hi. Oh, it's still spotty.
7: We can hear you,
0: Yeah. So now you're in. I see you're in the staircase, making your way to the uh, the observation area.
7: Yes, we are about. Eight
6: steps away. Welcome
4: to the top, Frank It <laughs> yeah. was like
6: a, I thought that was like a, I thought a it was recording. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it was like Apollo thirteen. Yeah. They, they came out of blackness, and we can hear them. Again. Yeah, they made it. All right, and here they are. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: oh we got a view from the top. Yeah, the
4: mighty miss. Yeah, the old man, Brown. Yeah, I told yeah, you. It is. I told
0: you guys <laughs> the big buddy. You thought the Schuylkill was brown. Now that's facing yeah, towards Illinois. Good. Turn around so we can see the city, if you would please. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's on the other side. Right, that was that, that was facing east. Let's face west.
7: Yeah. yeah. There that's so cool. Oh, there's Bush yeah. Stadium.
0: Yep.
4: Very nice.
0: Um, we did it.
4: You did it. So, Casey,
0: isn't it kind of freaky how when you look down the window, there's nothing below you? Like, normally when you're in a building, there's, you know, you see the building going down to the bottom, but there's absolutely nothing underneath you.
7: Yeah, that's a, that,
9: oh. I, I didn't think about that until you
7: said
3: that. Look at Jackie's face. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the architecture design you could never imagine. <laughs> We just got a nice shot straight up Jackie's nose.
4: It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we
9: didn't even
10: think of that. until you said it. Now that I'm looking over the edge, oh my here, you're my "God, right it's like
4: facetiming with my dad." Yeah, it's pretty freaky. It, it's
3: like it's like we've discovered a condor's nest. <laughs> Nick, Nick, what's the name of that river?
7: That's the Mississippi, Jackie. Oh,
3: okay. Oh, okay.
7: Right. <laughs> so close. Great Duncan right there where you can get him a shotcha.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. All
7: right. Oh well listen,
0: we have overstayed our welcome. It's a quarter after eleven. All right. All but we right. wanted to get this last mission in and make sure it happened. So mission accomplished, gentlemen, oh, you were oh, able to oh, do God. it. Get a lot of video.
3: Appreciate uh, you guys. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you, check in with you uh, throughout the day, right? Everyone right, else. Sounds good. All right. all right. Thank you. There they go. Okay, yeah! Casey once
5: again on the road. <laughs>
0: And that is our last check-in for the day. That's going to be it. So uh, we've we've taken up way too much time. Wait, so, Brent Porsche, what's coming up yeah, on your show today, quick? sir? How many stories is uh, the the arch? It's I think it's like uh, six hundred and ninety some odd feet tall. I'm okay. not sure how many stories it is. It's not like crazy tall. Uh, it's not like going to Manhattan and you're way, way up there, but, but it's there this, it is. It's this standalone object that's just kind of interesting. But yeah, it's the tallest uh, structure. Did you
4: ever do the CN Tower in Toronto by chance? It's no. kind
11: of like the Space Needle out in Seattle, but they have I've done like the a, needles, yeah. a clear floor so you can look down, oh, like lay on the floor yeah. face down and look all the way down. It looks like the the, the needle is like swirling swor- oh, back and yeah. forth. Yeah, it's crazy. That's nuts, man. <laughs> all right, program. Let's go. All right, what you got, dude? Uh, workforce blocks today. We're gonna do Sound Garden. Today's base is Ben Shepard's birthday. We're gonna do a block of extreme because today is Nuno Betancourt's birthday. Oh. Got some goodies coming up in that block. Also, we're gonna do a block of disturb. Today's the anniversary of the release of their album Ten Thousand Fists we got some more Killers tickets for their show next Tuesday at the Big Joint. Of course, yoo Luke coming up at noon for
7: $1,000. bucks. we are going to check in with Casey and Jackie again. we got double shots in the coffee break standing by.
0: Nice. And sorry we've messed you up on Act your okay. stops. Yes, we appreciate it. I want to yeah. thank our sponsors, President's Eve Show, brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors, Acme Official Grocery Store, the President's Eve Show, also brought to you by Health Partners, plus Trusted Care, where and when you need it, and also brought to you by Wilmington University. Uh, go to wilmu.edu. Dual credit. That's Wilmu.edu Dual Credit. Uh tomorrow on our program, we're gonna go on Fox 29. Uh Ross Matthews yes. will be joining us. And Casey's big adventure heads to Oklahoma City. We'll see what kind of trouble they get in there. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye.
5: Hey everybody, it's good to have you on
3: the Ram Power Days is going on now with our most powerful lineup of trucks ever. Hurry in and don't just feel the power, own it.
5: Right now, get 2.9% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. Don't miss this great offer. 2.9% APR financing for 72 months equals $15.15 per month per $1,000 financed for well-qualified buyers to Chrysler Capital
9: regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 1031-2022.